I know we're all going to have a lot to talk about with Beckett, but I think I'm more excited to talk <laughs> about Wolfie. Oh, Beckett. <laughs> <laughs> the children steal this movie. Oh it's my true. God, they're so fucking great. <laughs> now, Beckett is by far my favorite character. Holy, <laughs> the, Beckett shit. is a rich tapestry that yes. I just, I never ending man <laughs> we can we're gonna spend half of this podcast just talking about beckett because the rest of the movie is perfect <laughs> well the other half is gonna be spent talking about the, the yelling cunt sucker on a train yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yep oh my god yeah the, the porn <laughs> that, that hitchcock porn parody cunt sucker on a train never really took off <laughs> Welcome back to the Trash Watch Podcast. We just finished our summer of sequels, and now we are heading into Salvation September. It's going to be a month of our favorite movies that are not technically bad, or at least not as bad as some of the things we normally talk about. And this week, Ashley really all got our wanderlust up and running with the classic from 2009, Away We Go. And Ashley, I... God damn it, this is a damn near perfect movie. It, it is a perfect movie. It made there, my heart hurt, but also so happy. I, I felt content, but also jealous of everybody that doesn't have to, like, stand still at, like right now. And I'm like, oh, why is this giving me all the feelings? All the feels. <laughs> all the feels through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, it's so optimistic, really. Yeah, that's like that's what like the, the, tr- the trivia even, like, points out, like, as of 2017, like, this is the only, like purely happy ending of a Sam Mendes movie up to this point. Uh, yeah. Or like <laughs> even, sitting, even sitting there watching it last night, I'm like, oh, this is just, this is Garden State, but I can enjoy it. Like, <laughs> I, Although, I'm also not completely now, depressed by this. Like, also I can actually a focus enjoy moments. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking I, I about it, Garden State. in retrospect, that entry is not true because American Beauty has a happy ending because Kevin Spacey dies. Mm-hmm. True. Although at okay. the time, it wasn't that happy, but you know, fate was trying to tell us something different. Yep. <laughs> also, the original ending that's real weird until they saved it in the edit. Oh, yeah, because the original movie like was supposed to be the whole framing device of like they're on trial for killing her dad. Yeah, and, it's so like, and it ends up being like, yeah, like the, the framing devices that uh, Thora Birch and Wes Bentley are on trial for murdering. That's why there's that video at the beginning of like, you know, would you kill your dad or want me to kill him for you? And it's like, it's it was supposed to be like they that like they were they were accused of killing him and then by the end of the movie like the truth would come out like oh it was chris cooper hmm. but yeah hmm. it's like it's that thing where it's like it was it it's was not originally a better written, ending but it was originally written that way in the end someone was like this is stupid we don't need this i watched i watched ghost world a couple weeks ago um and i forgot how much i actually really do love thora birch but like i think she can only play that character you know, I, I've not seen her in anything else other than like kind of snarky tween ish. I was gonna say, oh, or uh, now and then, is that kind of in the same? <sighs> kind of. 
It's kind of the same I, character. I didn't really. Just a I young version of it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, that, just, and we, we established herself. in that episode uh, that uh, Teeny is a messy bitch who lives for drama. So this that's is true. true. This is true. true. <laughs> yeah. And then Ghost World. I just I, I don't know why. Like I had seen that movie when I was in high school and I or college and I hadn't seen it since. And then getting into it, I'm like, oh right, she's in love with Steve Buscemi. Like, it's not a wrong choice. It's just not a choice that I think you make off the bat. But anyway, we're talking about Away We Go. Sorry, I got kind of distracted. <laughs> Despite a, appearances, I, we're talking about Away We Go. Welcome back to the Thora Birch cast. <laughs> Hot I, I want to share something that, like, humbles and bothers me about uh, okay. the internet. Um, so Away We Go only has a 67% rating mm-hmm. on rotten tomatoes come on get that two percent up Let's do I, know, this. I know so be i mean it is a nice movie so it would be <laughs> yeah. it should, really should get that extra two percent really should get that 69 <laughs> i yes can i contribute in any way to make it go up two percent i don't know but because i'm an we, audience i'll just can. like the show can do it yeah <laughs> we're yeah. official critics right totally yeah. um but this is one of my top five favorite movies has been since I saw it in the theater. So what, 10 years plus. Um, and I feel like not enough people know about this movie and how wonderful it is and like how happy it will make them because there are some like really, really terrible characters in this movie, but the protagonists are not them. Like is the it- protagonists are just like pure joy, like still like complex characters, but they are so wonderful and just like truly in love. And it's nice to see a love story about people in love. And it's nice that like, spoiler alert, it's nice that it ends well. Like I I texted everybody while watching it that like, I mean, even like 10 minutes in, I texted, I think just Ashley and I'm like, is my heart going to hurt at the end of this movie? And like, am I going to be okay? Because like the way these indie films from this, this like mid, 2000s kind of role it starts out where you're like oh they're in love then halfway through the movie they're not going to be in love and then they're mm-hmm. going to fall back in love but then the baby's going to die and it's not going to be good and things are going to fall <laughs> apart because it's just wow. the way jesus yeah. chris no you- but it's like to me and then of course like somehow it all works out in the end but it's like for me when i after think the baby's dead drama <laughs> oh boy Unless you're like 500 days of summer and then it's like, no, this oh. is you establish at the beginning. Like, no, this is not a movie about people like falling in love. Like, this, this is, is about a breakup. Yeah. You know? Y'all are going to be sad. At I mean, I Becky, think I that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was thinking about this after I watched it and like, because there, there's it's this is part of like the, a certain like the, this kind of indie road trip like buddy mm-hmm. movie like mm-hmm. that it, there's a very certain style of this you see it like every like couple years there's some movie where it, and a lot of times it's a it's a it's a comedian or comic actor who has this more serious role and it's and it's like a lot, a lot of these movies they feel very samey like they they may follow and it's like and i think and one thing that actually this helps with this movie is that early on they established the itinerary mm-hmm. and it's like that, that a lot of times the, the road trip movies can feel kind of meandering and you're just like, okay, where, where is any of this going? Mm-hmm. And the, and a movie in this movie, I really like how, like, cause I, I realized near the end of the movie is like, ah, okay, that's what this movie's about. Like that's yeah. that yeah. like, yeah. 
this is like they, there's actually there's a through line here these 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 it's like there's these episodes but they're connected and they have they each serve a function in mm-hmm. and to to what chris was saying like i also really just love that like the their relationship is never in question never like the the yeah. their love for each other is never really in question like Although, the only real wrinkle is like in the whether or not they get married and like even, even that is not, resolved even that's in not a, that big a deal but i think the biggest issue that um maya rudolph or verona would eventually have if we got to see more of this life is the fact that she's kind of raising a toddler with her future maybe husband or just boyfriend like krasinski's great and i love him in this movie but a character like bert would be exhausting <laughs> after a couple, after years like with a child and then yeah. having to raise an adult man child it would be exhausting i i did write early on bert is all kinds of obnoxious yes. <laughs> like yes. he start he start he gets better as the movie goes on but in those early scenes i think like i think they they leaned a little too heavily into the the quirky yeah uh. Oh, you mean the opening sequence where he's? But uh, hang on, let's, let's, let's <laughs> let Ashley. This is Ashley's movie. Let's let yes, Ashley yes. tell Ashley us how this movie yes! opens. <laughs> Drive this truck, Ashley. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I, I mean, you know, you're in a great movie when you open on a cunnilingus scene, right? Like a the, realistic, a realistic. Scene. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you yes. also like Maya Rudolph wear four pairs of biking shorts under the gown, <laughs> according to the trivia? <laughs> that okay. That wow. says a lot about. All right, so she's <laughs> a lot okay. of bike shorts. I mean, that's a lot of bike shorts. <laughs> like yeah. that. Also, that just feels like a Maya Rudolph bit more than anything yeah. else. Like it's it's mom jeans for the modern woman. Like that's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just four pairs yeah. of biking shorts. Like it's, uh, it she's was... just like, uh, Jim, people might think you're cute. I'm not a big fan. I think you're a good actor, but I do not want you near my lady bits. Uh, but also, I beg to differ. I think that this movie is, opens up with weird silent logos okay. that just <laughs> oh, sat okay. there also staring true. me in the face. Also I was true. like, can I get a fanfare or a score, a needle drop, something? No, because the first needle drop is so meaningful. Oh, I love it so much. Oh. You and your um, needle drops. Oh, the, actually. Well, they're not it even. It's, good, I mean, it's a it's a score. It's, it's the Ashleyest movie ever, though. Like it just really watching is. this, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is an Ashley movie. But, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the music is all um is almost entirely Alexi Murdoch. There are a few outliers, um, yeah. but it's mostly Alexi Murdoch. And so it 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 feels orchestrated. Like all of the songs are very well connected. And they all suit the mood of this movie. Um, so well so yeah like yeah. um the first needle drop doesn't happen for for several minutes um but uh the yeah the curdling the cunnilingus um you, you we have uh, some lingus, s- like kernel, that's the SNL sketch. Have you, you've seen the snl sketch yeah <laughs> it's like i it's very uncomfortable also because there's like no underscore so yeah. and it's also hear- it's one shot it's just <laughs> it's like, one the, shot. Like this whole opening scene it's like a minute and a half yeah just <laughs> But just a lot, of mis- move. <laughs> a lot of classic mistakes from Johnny K here. Just like <laughs> uh, during when you're getting intimate, at a certain point, you have to shut it off, man. You can't always be on like you can't be riffing. <laughs> yeah. Riffing is going to kill the mood, my friend. Yeah. There's nothing but, wrong with a good sexy silence, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's the intimacy of their bedroom in their tiny little shack that we got through some establishing shots. Um, also like seriously, I, I, I feel like for anybody who hasn't seen this movie, we should know that like it's all happening under the covers. So you see like John Krasinski's like 
um, body through the um, like under the blanket. Yeah, so we don't yeah. actually see him. We he, just he, see that he, he looks wears... like he's trying to be a ghost on Halloween. <laughs> yes. Also, like go down yes. on Meyer Rudolph. <laughs> well, because yeah, it pays off in a great visual. Um, yes, but he does. also wears socks during sex, which is really cute. Um, again, a great detail, just a great detail. But um, for realsies, don't blow, gentlemen. Don't blow. Never have. You can kill somebody by doing oh. that. Because I googled you, it. Who would do that? <laughs> what? Just okay, don't blow. No, hold on. We we need don't to back blow. up here. First off, <laughs> I have so many questions and thoughts. I know. I, I, know. Oh, I, God. I thought you were about to start a story. Like, <laughs> you're like at okay. one time. <laughs> I was gonna be to like, kill Chris, no. I accidentally hold killed on, a hold woman. On, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Ashley, to kill someone via cunnilingus. Where does one blow? You know where. Straight up the vajayjay. So you're not supposed to inflate it like a balloon? No. Okay. No, it's I've only heard. the penis. It's only the yeah. penis. Yeah. Well, well, okay, now that actually <laughs> does bring up a story, which I feel like I've told before, but for a long time I thought of, until somebody explained <laughs> yeah, it to you, me. You told this on the Now and Then episode, I believe. Oh, okay, good, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was so Ashley, Ashley's well aware of this story. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. All right, we can move on. Um, <laughs> but most importantly here, Johnny K., uh, he, the, I love the, you said you wouldn't use that word. I said, I wouldn't misuse it. Misuse and I'm it. like, oh boy, Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I, there are so many of those good, like back and forth lines that just feel like throwaway lines, but they're punch lines and there's, yeah. it's so well handled. Like the acting in this movie is incredible. Oh, I, really is. I love, I love every second of it, but yeah, I mean, she, I mean, Maya Rudolph and John Krasinski have amazing chemistry. Like, so good. They, like, yeah. and that's, so that's really what makes the movie like holds it together. Like, and all of these like buddy movies, it really depends on your buddy leads. I mean, like the rival movie of this year up in the air. Yeah. The, I mean, these movies like this, you, you need that dynamic or else we're going to hate this entire trip. <laughs> well, I mean, like even the other characters that we meet throughout this story, all are so committed to who they are. Yes. And, and the, and the archetypes that they, they have around them that this movie really does reflect an all-star dynamite cast all the way around. Like there's not really a missed play in the entire film for me. I thought everybody was really on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So Ashley, you, you did Google if, Blowing into a vagina will kill a person. Yeah, kind of. What? 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 What is? Why okay, vaginal I, flavor? Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm just confused. gonna say, tasting your baby is weird. It's really fucking weird. <laughs> it's really fucking. Weird. I don't know if there's coming. I don't know if you can come back from that. Yeah, I don't think you can. Wait, really, does yeah, it the, taste- the time jump is that it's is the is is Maya Rudolph is super pregnant and then it's a different guy. <laughs> No, the payoff I, is like the baby is born and then Krasinski smells his head. It's like fruity. I just, knew it. Just gives well, the baby away. No, thank you. I wonder <laughs> if uh, I wonder if you can tell if it's a boy or girl, if it tastes like sugar spice and everything nice or if it tastes like snails and puppy dog tails. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that would be weird. That would be I would be embarrassed if if my vagina smelled or tasted like that. That would be that would be gross. That would be weird. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, uh, man, mucus, vaginas, all these things are remarkable. <laughs> wow, what an opening we've got to this episode so yep, far. That's, it. that's the opening line right there. <laughs> but but now, now, I will say this. Like, again, though, like, the, these two are so well-balanced, though, that, like, even his 
absurd off the wall like everyday knowledge of vaginal flavor is so counterbalanced with her just being like okay just come up here and stop like we don't we don't have to keep going or whatever and it's just you you can tell right off the gate exactly where the relationship stands and who is a little more dominant who's a little more submissive who's you um, know it's just it's really great and i love the visual yeah. of her waking up and at first i'm like oh he's not in the bed what the fuck is he doing and she rolls over and he he calls it cobbling, which yeah. is just ridiculous. But I also love seeing the excitement on Krasinski's face the next day. Like, you know, he didn't sleep that night because he's just so, like, overjoyed with what's going to happen. That's, isn't that like six months? Yeah, the, yes. oh. there's a big jump because we go from. I guess, I, I guess my head was just in a weird spot when I saw that. I was like, oh, he's just excited and cobbling. And then I thought it jumped forward. But that's just. Yeah. No, nope. yeah, have... it's, it's the reveal of her waking up with a giant stomach. Yeah. Oh, it's just, the well, best that's transition. me every morning, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best transition because, you know, so he we get that visual payoff of him like lifting up underneath the blankets, yeah. kind of <laughs> like a ghost. And she's like, what? What's wrong? And he says, you taste different. She's like, do I need a shower? And he's like, no, no, no. It could mean that you're, you know, um, either in menopause or and he leaves it hanging and she slaps him. And it's such a great moment. And then it immediately cuts to the title card. And then it immediately cuts to the to her waking up with her pregnant belly. And I just I love it so much. The pacing is just so good and establishes so much. And like you said, like, it's fun, like watching the dynamic of like her just like, oh, you know, like waking up super pregnant and then yeah. just him just like energy yeah you know because what i love he, a lot less though is is this camo on camo ensemble <laughs> okay <laughs> by the way uh bert cannot dress himself at all in this movie because i have no. so many notes I'm i like, i, I got camo root- on camo here he does plaid on plaid later two different types of plaid i hate i got that. real nervous at this point in the film because he's in camo on camo he is as he calls it cobbling and he is going to a family defense class. Yeah, I, I wrote down, is he a doomsday prepper? They live in a small shack in the woods. I, I got very nervous about where this character was going. I'm glad you brought that up. because <laughs> and, a, and away we go to Oklahoma. <laughs> I, I, the wind I'm glad you brought that up because it, it did bring up a question for me, Ashley. Hmm? So prior to us seeing Bru- uh, Bert, I don't know why I call him Bruce for a second there, Bert, um, cobbling it's been six months and we find out that he you know in a minute we're going to find out that he's got that that weird job about insurance for insurance companies kind of thing Mm -hmm. or whatever um did he have that job prior to her becoming pregnant or do you think this is a six like just brand new because she is pregnant no i i think he's had it for a while yeah that that it's it seems that way i mean it just seems like it's just a little weird because it does seem like they kind of live in squalor and like this would be that, a job he doesn't really want or want to have to do the it. rest of his life. This and, is one of my my issues with the movie. Yeah. That I think, despite Ashley's assertion, stop it from being a perfect film. <laughs> <laughs> is that as depicted here, it appears that they are like rather uh, poor. Like yes. they're they are they are not well off. Yeah. And yet never at any point from this point forward does that is that an obstacle for them to overcome in any way there is like, a slight but, mention when they go to miami but even then, they mention it they like yeah. it's brought up like oh they're not rich but they're able to travel for like they they have jobs they could do on the fly they're able to travel with relative ease it never comes up that they need that they don't have a lot of money and also spoiler alert i know 
I know that's her arc, but spoiler alert, they also happen to own a, a giant house on the Florida Panhandle, like right on the water. Like yeah. they, it's it's they're like, oh, we want us to we want to be like down on our luck outsider people who have, you know, us against the world. But also we actually are fine. We're just yeah. fine. Brandon, well, it's, it's loaded. Too. I was going to say like this is this is every article where it's like this. This uh, this wunderkind who retired at age 30 set for life. And it's like, you know, he started his own business with the two million dollars he got from his parents. <laughs> yeah. Say the line. <laughs> I really hope my parents gave us a house to live in. He did it! <laughs> he did it! Yeah, I think I think it's mostly a choice. Um, but also I, I don't think they, that they make a lot of money. I do think that like they, they probably, she probably has like her, you know, like estate money from her parents, like still like, I mean, it's been like, you know, 10, 15 years, but like, you know, they're, I I think they're frugal and modest because his parents have money. Like they, they have no, yeah, they, they have no like issues like getting money. But I, so I think it is, I think it is mostly a choice. And it's not, I'm not saying the movie would be better if it was about them like struggling to find money to have this. But like, I'm not suggesting sure. that's what the movie should be. It's just, it's honestly, it's just kind of, it's kind of a trend. It's really the rent of it all. Like, yeah. oh yes, Mark is struggling and poor because he wants the aesthetics of that, and that's the movie is kind of like, okay, we have the aesthetics of them like being poor off in this small shack where they have no heat, and you know, yeah, uh, which this is a great moment. You know, the the fuck up scene. That's that's very that's a really great scene. Oh, but that scene hurt. Uh, yeah, but I'm like like that's one of the things that doesn't follow through. Um, because like I can't, I don't have any problems with any like instant, like all the incident, all the events that happen in the movie are great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, including the Prego shuffle. Oh, yeah. the Prego shuffle. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I threatened to saw. Is like we will be doing the Prego shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she's just watching it, talking to like her sister or whatever, and and like just <laughs> just I'm the torn. idea of watching an exercise video just be like, see, yeah, it I. I am torn. I don't know if I like it more or less that it's a real video. Because like I, I think it's funny that this exact video exists in the real world, but also it would been way funnier if they had to like hire in a bunch of actors, bring them in, shoot on like 80s accurate yes. film stock, and make this I feel like they, they were going to, and then like Sam Mendes like just like stumbled into the wrong library and found this video play, and he was like, guys, he's like scrap he wrote, everything. I just I just I just shaved a hundred thousand dollars off this budget. I <laughs> know uh, this is actually Dave Eggers uh, uh, kink. And so he just knew about this video of pregnant and exercising. <laughs> That's why he wrote the movie. Really? I mean, Vanda Levita probably like has watched it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if you don't think that we would do the Prego shuffle for our Patreon, you would be insane because yeah, we just got to figure out the details. But Goal I'm of happy one to patron, <laughs> one patron, just as yes. long as somebody's watching, we'll lose patrons when we do the Prego Shuffle. But it's fine; true. it's worth it. It's true. It's worth it. <laughs> um, yeah. it took me until we meet Jim Gaffigan to really understand what what Bert does for a living. Because when he answers the cell phone while they're going to his parents' house, I had no idea what was happening, other than he sounded like a yuppie. Oh yeah, you're not you're not supposed to. I like the structure of it that. You just know that he's like talking to people and he has to say stuff like you so and so and that she gets <laughs> yes. annoyed by it like that's, that she doesn't really want to be around it. And like, you know, uh, pregnant Verona is like especially just like, ugh. <laughs> um, yeah, she's driving. He um, he gets his work call on the way to their to his parents house and 
Um, she pulls over on the side of the road and kind of lets it happen. Um, he gets out and he explains that, uh, you know, like he's a young guy at college, you know, like, <laughs> was he co- wait college, was he college dropout? Drop- he said, college dropout. He, said he yeah. never finished college. Oh, yeah. I okay. didn't finish college. Yeah. He's 33. Yeah. Um, and you know, like the, he's, he's dealing with these guys that just would not respect that. So he, he puts on airs and, and she calls him Casey Kasem. <laughs> And then he does the cutest thing ever, and he becomes Casey Kasem. <laughs> Except, here's why I take umbrage. <laughs> Please do. Counting down the number 10, ten reasons why this Casey Kasem impression sucks dog no, shit. I feel, like, uh, I feel like it is inaccurate to state that doing outdated impressions is the secret to getting women. <laughs> I feel like going around doing outdated impressions is not the, the key to scoring a woman like my Rudolph. I, if, I think he's already like scored her. He doesn't need one, man. Yeah, if, the, if this were the key, round. if this were true, then any woman who listened to this podcast would be madly in love with me. I, I, I <laughs> go to bars and do my Don Knotts all the time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, write into the to trashwatchpodcast at gmail.com if you fell in love with me thanks to my outdated impressions. Uh, Moira Rose is very fresh. That's true. <laughs> but what about my incredible Mr. Limpet era Don Knotts? I, I mean, didn't want to do that. Somewhere, somewhere in a retirement home, somebody is really enjoying this right now. We can't drive all, all the way across the country. Okay, Brian, it's not funny <laughs> to make fun of a stutterer. How yeah. dare you? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what he was doing. Yeah, that's what that was. <laughs> Just a classic stuttering Stanley impression. Also, I do want to shout out Maya Rudolph's driving apple. Yes. Yes. That's a, that's a bold snack for the road. It's an apple. I've done it before, and it's a real pain in the ass because then you, ha- you, you have this apple core in your car. Mm-hmm. Ah, but that's nature's problem. <laughs> It's a pregnancy snack too. I'm like, good for her for being healthy. Like, <laughs> that's good. I yeah, I, I can't think of the last time I had just like an apple by itself. Like, I always have to have it like like a little peanut butter on it or something else. You know, I, I had just... an apple this morning. I have an apple basically every day. Ah, the doctor never gets to you. That's right, because I throw an <laughs> apple at him. <laughs> <laughs> no man, get honey crisp apples and you eat apples every day. Don't get garbage apples. That's the trick. True. 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 <laughs> Um, and this is where we get our first needle drop, which is All My Days oh, by Lexi Murdoch. So and it's it just like, oh, it just paints the the beautiful mood of them just like loving each other and mm-hmm. him like making her smile. And she's like, oh, you're so annoying, but let's go. Yeah. <laughs> just, to, just to really set up the difference between Ashley and I as different people. Uh, not a single needle drop had any effect on me at all. Uh, <laughs> nothing from them i couldn't i couldn't hum a note from any of them oh or my tell god. you where they fit in the movie oh my um, god i've also never heard of alexi murda i had until the... this movie okay one thing we will all agree on though is some mvp parent casting right yes! here yes uh, yes uh yeah if you're gonna go parents you go Catherine o'hara you go jeff daniels and you finish your goddamn job because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're so good she is they're both pitch perfect oh yes. my god uh, how black is the baby gonna be <laughs> yes. holy yeah, I, shit yeah. i wrote i wrote down like bert's parents would have voted for obama a third term if they could like, <laughs> oh yeah they would have. <laughs> they probably still it's wrote true. it in that, that's 100% one of my notes brian obama <laughs> for a third time um 
Well, and again, like it, it, and it, and it speaks to uh, to Bert and Verona's relationship because Catherine O'Hara and, and Jeff together have a very similar relationship, although the father is more like Verona and vice versa. It's it's really. It, 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 to me, at least, it, it seems like he's a little more of the sensible head on his shoulders, and Catherine O'Hara is more of the free spirit. I don't think whereas I think Bert is more shoulders. of a free. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, and we get the start. Yeah, with the parents, we get the start of the tilted uterus running. Running. Yes. Holy shit! Yes. <laughs> I love that. That it implies that Bert has told everyone he knows <laughs> about her tilted uterus. And she's just like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> and just her face the first time comes up, she's just like, they know about my, they know about that. <laughs> Wait a second, why do they know about? It? But Gloria, as we know, Gloria Catherine O'Hara has zero boundaries. The way oh she God. describes her child, her tub birth, <laughs> her tub birth <laughs> when she gave birth to Bert. Oh my God, the way she describes herself, it's so. And, and <laughs> I also love there's a there's a lovely detail. So like. She's going way too intimate explaining about how her legs were like up in the air and these firemen mm-hmm. and her breasts were engorged and exposed. <laughs> the, and, like, mm-hmm. the, the men in uniform coming in with yep. their hoses. Yep. <laughs> 17 <laughs> gentlemen collars. <laughs> <laughs> I've Catherine always O'Hara, relied on a, the kindness of strangers. That's, yeah. For Catherine O'Hara, that's a light day. Like she should yeah. have 50 yeah. men knocking on her door every day. Yeah. But um, so the two men, Jeff Daniels and um, and Bert, Jim, John Krasinski, they do the same like annoyed, like nose, like lifting up their glasses thing. And I think it's such a good detail that like father and son have like these same little ticks, you know, that they've developed because obviously, you know, they're related and he, you know, Bert grew up watching his dad. So like, I just think it's such a it's such a well, I, th- I think Sam Mendes told rich him- movie. Yeah. Sam Mendes told him to do that because he was like, John, you have to stop mugging to the camera after every punchline. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I will this break is... you. <laughs> also, I'm where... just maybe I'm just sick of seeing Johnny K score with every like super attractive, hilarious woman. <laughs> uh, qu- a question here, though. How, how do you all uh, let me ask maybe the, the more religiously inclined members of the panel. Okay. Uh, do you start all your prayers with father of earth, sky, water, ice and food? <laughs> not before but i, I mean it's, it's it not now. quite as good as the prayers and butter don't get me wrong obviously <laughs> it's still butter prayer but underneath that a ways i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and give this the credit of father of earth sky water ice and food i, mm-hmm. I, I mean i like it i think the it's, four it's, tribes lived in harmony <laughs> <laughs> then one day everything changed when food attacked <laughs> When the tilted uterus came to town, nothing was the same again. <laughs> it just sounds like it sounds like an amusement park ride coming on, coming around the tilted uterus. <laughs> you can't get pregnant on this, I guarantee it. <laughs> you slide right out at the end. Yeah. Oh, ling a ling. All right, we have our punchline. <laughs> All right, uh, question. So what what are they doing in Belgium for two years? Smoking hash, weed. yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing <laughs> mushrooms, smoking weed, and walking around the Anne Frank house. You know that he's like some sort of professor or something. Like it, yeah. it's like the apparently the family business, which we'll get to. But um, <laughs> like you know that like he's got like some sort of like exploration to do mushrooms or something like he's oh, yeah. like i'm studying psilocybin and the effect it's, it's his sabbatical yeah. to, to yeah. write a paper of some sort. Ex- exactly exactly 
and just the great you're moving 3,000 miles away. Oh, it's more than 3,000 miles. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's, a, that's a Catherine O'Hara line. And she just yeah. bad delivery. Just, <laughs> and also, they are not willing to let them have the house. They're terrible. Like they, they know they live in a shack. Like, again, this is like I'm sure that they're the kind of like waspy parents who are like, well, you know, like we're liberal, but also like you have to make your own goddamn way in the world. Like you cannot. We will not give you anything. You have to do it. There's plane tickets. They're giving them something. Yeah. Well, at first, it sounded like they were going to like you get to live here if nobody else is going to take the place for the two years. And then as they're having this conversation, their realtor calls and it's like, <laughs> fuck you guys. We got somebody else. Sorry. Exactly. We got to make money on this shit. Yeah. yeah. However, uh, this 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 trouble does, I think, revolutionize having children because they propose picking the grandparents. Which, honestly, great plan. <laughs> I like cool old people that live around you and just call dibs. I think that's a great idea. Great idea. And this is where the movie firmly establishes that Verona's parents are dead. Oh um, we learn about this through throughout the rest of the movie. Because um, really, the, like, the, the major like, character growth and development is Verona's. Um, and just like she's not willing, even though it's been a decade, she's not willing to confront the fact that her parents are dead and just like how that affects her mm-hmm. um yeah and so i'm gonna put a pin in that for my comments at the end of the movie i'm just gonna put a little pin oh that. no oh no <laughs> but it's also this scene is where we is where they is my riddle asks the question that uh ends up being sort of the the thrust of the movie which is bert are we fuck-ups right that hit home and they talk about just moving down and having friends. And you know, you guys know how super easy it is when you're 30s to make new friends. That's the easiest thing in the world. Everyone just talks oh, yeah. about like, ah, oh, it's just so easy to make new friends. God, I'm sick of just running into new friends left and right. I always meet a Paul when I go to the grocery store every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who meets people at the grocery store, Chris? No one. You are <laughs> no a one. unicorn. That's your life. <laughs> Chris is pulled into a lot of threesomes on Tinder. Yeah, so. I was going to say, Chris is, Chris is a unicorn for sure. <laughs> he's too polite oh. to say no. He's like, oh, no. Uh, I, I guess. He doesn't realize what's going on until he's too late because his poor innocent mind doesn't see anything sinister. <laughs> you bring that up. He's um, like, oh, these oh, nice people like my vibe. I was at the bar and they liked my vibe. That's so cool. Uh, they bought me a drink. Kind of funny story. I don't like oh, this. Boy, we're gonna I don't like out. this. No, no, no. It, it actually, it actually has a pretty good ending. So I was in a, I was in a band yeah, in college, does. and we were, you know, we were playing a show, and I, much like you mentioned, I was vibing with a young lady, and things were going off pretty well, and we had played. She liked the set. I loaded up to to leave for the night, and she came over with her friend, and she's like, "Let's all go out and get a beer or something." So then we did, and things were going very well, and. For whatever reason, like, I I guess I don't know how to read signals or people. So this went on for, like, two or three hours. And then finally, one of them, like, they both looked at each other and they're like, well, we're we're going to go home now. And I'm like, cool. It's great to see you guys. Have a wonderful night. And then, you know, come to find out, like, five years later, I get a message from this person. She's like, whatever happened? Like, why didn't that? And I was like, what do you mean? And she goes, this was going to happen. And you didn't do anything and i said i'm the dumbest man you have ever met if you don't hit me with the frying pan of a threesome i'm not gonna know it's coming 
You like, needed someone to like hold the belt up in front of yes. you and just be like, you you could you could ride the tricycle and earn the belt. You have to yes. <laughs> either that or like I needed somebody I needed somebody to hand me just hand me a contract and say sign this and then you can do the thing. Like I I don't I don't read that well, people. It's not my fault. It's just the way it is. But yes, amazing. But also, I meet people at the grocery store, so it's weird. You, you indeed are 34 slash 33 and don't have basic stuff figured out. Yeah, yeah I am a fucking This movie all? comes for us hard. I did appreciate having the thesis <laughs> statement be, are we 34-year-old fuck-ups? Not what I needed in my life, so minus 12 points for Ashley. Oh, you thought it was bad for you. She's pregnant. I don't have a baby, and I'm 35. I told you last <laughs> Ashley, week we can get you a baby. Ashley, you're, t- <laughs> Ashley, you're tall enough. You can steal a baby. This is on you. Also, I will say... Like this is the movie's thesis statement, but the the whole thrust of the movie ends up being, no, you're not fuck ups, or at least no one else has it figured out right. any more than I you think do. That's the, right. yeah. The, that the, that's really the the the, yeah. the the more the theme of the movie is that like right. nobody knows what they're doing exactly, and like and they take their time learning it. Yeah, and if you can actually like love each other, like truly love each other, because like no other couples in this movie. Like, well, the, uh, Mudge and, and, and Tom are the exception. Like, they do love each other. They're just cursed. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just like, you know, the, the key to getting through it is, is like, actually, like, loving each other and being willing, you know, to, um, like, share that love and take care mm-hmm. of the baby and commit and, you know, in the way that's appropriate for you. So, yeah. yeah. Not going to yeah. lie there, Ashley. Watching this movie, I was like, oh, God, this is going to, like. Uh, like Ashley already knows this movie, but this is really gonna mess up Ashley. <laughs> I'm like, maybe we should, we, maybe we shouldn't have let her pick this one. Like, just for just for her mental well being right now, let's maybe now's not the time to watch this after one of your best friends just had a baby. Like, let's let's keep Ashley away. <laughs> let's keep this away. No, I knew. Well, there's the scene that, like, the yeah. the most heartbreaking scene in the whole movie. Like, I I obviously knew it was coming, but it does. It hits so much harder at 35. It really does. Yeah, but anyway. In addition to making Ashley have a crisis, I, I did write down, it's just going to make me want to move, and then apparently it did for Chris. Yep. <laughs> it didn't hit me as much, mostly because everywhere they go, all they do is meet awful people. I'm like, well, there's awful people everywhere, so. I don't know. Why? Montreal's looking pretty goddamn good. Yeah, but it's a real bummer. If you, if you <laughs> stay there longer, than, if you stay there, to, if you go to a second location in Montreal, it becomes a yeah. real bummer. That's true. That's true. A third, a third location. A third yeah. location. That's third fair. Location. That's fair. You get yeah. two locations, yeah. it's fine. Third location, bummer. Um, yeah, this is where I, I started writing even more, and it's just going to probably keep cropping up here. But again, I don't know if Bert is really ready to be a dad. If he has to have the itinerary for their trip stapled inside of his jacket. It's However, true. big team Maya energy, because as someone who likes to really plan their vacations, yeah. love the itinerary. Big Maya Rudolph oh, fan here. All about an itinerary that somebody else wants to put together, all about following it, but I'm yeah. very much a Burton. I mean, I, I, yeah, I do de- definitely uh, relate to Burton. This situation, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's like, listen, mm-hmm. just just tell me where we're going, and I'll go. Like, I, I, <laughs> I can't relax on a vacation unless I know what I'm going to be doing instead of relaxing on that vacation. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, we all know how I feel about Coney Island from a previous episode. Very much so. That was one of the yeah. main reasons you got canceled. <laughs> I feel the exact same way about the entire state of Arizona, especially Phoenix. It is a hell hole. There's some really beautiful shots, though. Like, I don't know. It's it's beautiful to look at, but the entire place is a garbage fire trailer trash. I was a little afraid they didn't do the arrest. (laughs) Chris, I have I have relatives out there. (laughs) Yeah. 
They, was, they all listen to this podcast and they're very <laughs> concerned with what you have to say. We already canceled them. It's fine. <laughs> I'm actually on your side in this one, though, because uh, the the film that uh, that I enjoy, Hamlet 2, takes place in Tucson and does depict it as a trash pit of death. <laughs> and this is where I wrote, oh, I do love this soundtrack, Ashley, I because know. we get another needle drop here and it's fantastic. Yeah, the blue uh, mind, like through with the with the beautiful like airplane, like through the windows and like. Just oh, yeah, the, that that's a gorgeous shot. It's a beautiful shot. I love it so much. What's almost as beautiful, in fact, is more beautiful than that shot of the airplane. Allison Janney. Allison Janney. Janney. MVP of life. God bless Allison Janney is my note. And she's like the third worst person in this movie. What? Like, okay. And she plays it so well. And this is the thing about this movie that really stuck with me, Ashley, is all of these people play like the perfect versions of characters that you have in your head. Like. Yeah. Like she is a Karen. She is a hundred percent a Karen. I, I, like, I wrote down and texted you guys that Lily and Lowell definitely voted for Trump both times. Thousand percent. Yes. Planning thousand on that third percent. vote. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 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 They're, 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 they're actually they're part of the, the audit Facebook team. Groups. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. part of the audit team in Arizona right now. Brian. Yeah. Lowell, Lowell was in DC on January 6th. 100%. Yes. 100. But he was He's, too cowardly to actually do anything. He was just yeah. like at a bar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh <laughs> he was just God. judging everybody else the whole time. Yeah. I mean, he, his conspiracy theories are so fun. Like, but in a 2021 world, it is hard to like, oh, God. These yeah. People with exist. people like that, like threatening to destroy the world. It's it's real hard to enjoy. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> Do not like it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, but we find out that, you know, this is her ex-boss from Chicago who is clearly an alcoholic or has some sort of like addiction going on her husband is probably several yeah Yeah. her husband's a moron they hate their kids and have no problem with telling their children that they're like teamsters and a dyke and gay and like all this like really fucking terrible stuff and i'm like i and again like i love her as an actor i love her as a character but i was sitting here going like if this movie makes me hate allison janney i'm gonna be so fucking pissed it does and it doesn't it, yeah. like it does because because the character is reprehensible but yes. allison janney herself is just so like charismatic but that's the thing she almost sells it in a way that yeah. you're like she is just so unholy unsatisfied with her life that yeah. this is how she deals with it she's um, very authentic like yeah. it's she's authentically like i i've met those people we've all met those yeah. people. i'm related to people. a bunch of them yeah i was gonna say yeah. like again i said i have relatives <laughs> so brian doesn't disagree with me but he's not gonna say he agrees it's well fine. i also I, there's multiple multiple uh uh affiliations <laughs> like also, across it's a different it's a spectrum just a moment of silence for these poor children yes a, man yes. these poor, poor well why children. bother they can't hear it anyway taylor. um taylor <laughs> taylor 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 he can't see taylor he can't hear taylor. the fucking thing <laughs> <laughs> the way the word taylor like it, it like mutates as she says as she says it it's just so good and funny my brain did not connect that they were at a dog track until I saw dogs. I thought they were like, oh, yeah. like an amateur baseball game or something. Yeah. Oh, no, these are not people who, who do that. No. This is, this is their night out. This is their like fun, acceptable family outing. Yeah. That they do. <laughs> yes. And like this poor girl who sings the national anthem 
God bless her heart. She tried oh. so hard. And she, did, she did great. You know yeah, who, who really tried to sell it was <laughs> Allison Janney, a.k.a. Lily. <laughs> Lily singing the national anthem oh. cracks me up every time because she goes for the extra high note. Oh, man. And she misses so it. And good. she's just so committed. She's, she's cat, cat. So Lily is the worst person you know at karaoke. Yes. Yeah. yes. Here's the thing. Like, uh, for as many characters we're going to meet, these, I think, are the best realized. These are the, I think, mm-hmm. the like, because... One of the one of the groups of off people get a little caricature if I'm being yeah, perfectly the, one honest. of them is I wrote a straight up uh, cartoon. But, but this one is so yeah. fully realized because, like, yeah, just thinking of the dog track, these people they know what's going on. They're they're they want Allison Jenny wants nothing more than to convince Maya Rudolph and John Krasinski to move down here. She's like, All right, they're coming down, we gotta take them out for the night of their lives. The best thing we could do, and that choice that she makes to be the most enticing, entertaining thing is to go to the dog track. <laughs> so yep. depressing yeah. it's everything oh. yeah everything about it is really depressing but weren't so horrifying and funny and all of it well, oh, yeah. and it's you it's work clearly- with a lesbian you <laughs> work with a lesbian <laughs> and then this also kind of brings into what is a running theme of the uh the boobs in this movie oh allison jenny's uh, talk about her tits oh i love her it. her okay. monologue about her boobs Okay, and um, John Krasinski's face as it drops as she talks true. about it, it's so good. It's so. It's <laughs> so good. I, I texted you all. This movie is forty six percent boobs. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Is this Be- just the indie movie version or like semi adult version of North, where you're just like, you know, divorcing your your actual in laws and trying to find new grandparents for your child that's going to be born soon? Uh, like, no, because this one is surprisingly less racist. Yeah, true. <laughs> Surprisingly, Roger Ebert had good things to say about this movie. <laughs> did he? I thought he panned it. Uh, I mean, I, I thought I'd seen earlier that he did like say something in defense where. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. It says um, in, in response to reviews accusing Verona and Bird of being smug, superior, and condescending, Ebert said that quote: "These are not sins if you have something to be smug about and much reason to condescend." Well, that's because the movie is let's put these two characters in in the room with the worst people in the universe. Yeah, so he gave the film three out of four stars. Yeah, okay, three and a half. Yeah, three and a half. Gaffigan is super weird in this movie. He's and yeah. he's perfect. I love he's him perfect, so much. but it does not feel like Gaffigan at no. all. He's a great actor. He really he's is. Yeah. Did you watch My Boys? He was oh, yeah. so good on My Boys. That was a great show. Have you watched? Um, oh, she's Shapiro. not like other girls. <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't watched it yet, also another Allison Janney film. So this might have to happen in January anyway. Uh, but you should. I'm watch. sorry. What, what was that month called? Uh, January, January, January. Um, Allison Janney, Jim Gaffigan, and Troop Zero. It's an Amazon movie. It is fan fucking tastic. They were reunited. Oh, yes. that brings it, it feels so good. Feel so that good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my my note for this whole section is just this period is period bleak. Yes. <laughs> They the amount of times that she comments that they didn't get into the golf club, like uh. her desperation, her desperation to to be friends with Bert and Verona because she doesn't have any friends. However, let me say this: Alice and Jenny would be a nightmare to have anyone who lives anywhere close to me knows where I live, has my phone number, awful things. However, Alice and Jenny is exactly the type of person I want to be a work friend. Yes, yes, yes. I understand yes. why Maya was like it's thought this was a possibility because like yeah, yeah I, in a boring 
shitty corporate job. She's having this character be in there and be the person that you like go to lunch with and just like openly talk shit about everyone that Mm -hmm. works there. And And you would have been where you would have been working them working with them before the age of Facebook, before you would have really Mm -hmm. found out what Lily's political opinions were. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that this is this character is the exact person you want to be a work friend. Yeah. And nothing more. You you (laughs) never go to their home. Yeah, you can never go to their house. You can only ever go to like a bar after work, but you can never go to like a third location with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> her like her even her like I have a pre-existing condition. I'm crazy. Like <laughs> Which oh like, she probably oh. is. Yeah, I know. I'm like I think she's being sincere. And also she <laughs> shouldn't mix those drugs with that alcohol. That's a yeah. bad move. Jim Gaffigan saying to uh, John Krasinski says anyone ever call everyone anyone ever call you Bart? It'd be kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a, it's such oh a dumb God. little line, but it's so perfect. Yeah. I love in the aftermath of, of meeting Jenny and Jim. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're talking about it. And one of them goes, uh, talk about it. Can you believe all that stuff they said? Do you agree? And they immediately go, no. What about? They're like, yeah. the answer is no. But what specifically that they said are you talking about? The answer is no. Uh, well, this is where we get uh, uh, Jim Gaffigan's like conspiracy theory about the water, which is great because the <laughs> the first thing to go is going to be golf clubs, and then like the oceans, but then the sea creatures. Like, oh my god, the road that he, the journey he takes us on, it's like a little second away we go. It's so much fun, and it was like listening to a QAnon like conspiracy just like oh, yeah. piling out in real time yeah and this was roughly uh 10 years before that started yeah. or really yep. got going yep. um yep. when they leave the dog track for the end of the night did anyone else notice the teamster daughter talking to adult yeah, men I, in a truck i her was name is I, ashley her name is ashley i was waiting for that to for that to like be something i was I like was waiting for her to like hop in the truck and just go i i, I love that it's just this like extra detail that we uh-huh. get that we know how horrible her life is that she's like talking to grown-ass men in parking lots and just like doing all kinds of yeah. like horrible shit like because uh, they I mean, give not her to with a broad brush, but you live in Arizona. You're hanging out with grown men in a dog track parking lot. <laughs> That's just what you do as a teen. <laughs> and then she tries to kiss Bert. What oh. the fuck? Oh, she does try, kiss Bert. Try, yeah, try my oh, ass. Good point. Good point. Yeah. But like, what the fuck, man? Like, and not even good at kiss. No. Like, so weird. And his face is. Per- I don't. I feel like it wasn't scripted for her to do that to him. And she's just so in character. She's like, you know what? I'm doing this to him because, like, even his face is like, the fuck just happened. He like doesn't like, move his arm. He doesn't move his upper body. He just like <laughs> slinks backwards. Yeah, but it's enough that he's like still actively like pushing her away or like, you know, like denying her because she doesn't really she doesn't get like that far. But like, yeah, it's it's so it's so embarrassing for her and just so sad. And like just it just tells you so much about the life that she lives. And it it, it just it it hurts. It hurts. I'm like, oh, honey, you don't have to live like this. You know? Yeah. I mean, this movie is just a series of women being horny for John Krasinski. No one's, no one's making you live <laughs> in Including his definitely sister, not cousin. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. There's a lot of problems everywhere in this film. Yep. So, so many. Um, but I, what else is sad, though, is how sad John Krasinski gets when oh. he asks about Alice and Jenny's boobs. Yeah. Like, did, did you know her before she had the kids? <laughs> 
Oh, and, massive. And Maya. Enormous. Maya, oh. I'm pretty, pretty sure 100% just fucking with him. It's like, oh, yeah, huge, giant. 100%. Like, and that's why their relationship <laughs> is so fun. And he's like, he's like super casual, but then like the look, the crestfallen look on his face. Yes. <laughs> he's so sad about it. It's this scene when they're laying in bed together, though. Oh. I wrote down oof. You wrote down oof for the boob part or the bed? Uh, the bed where basically uh, where where he is, basically he's hugging her and like it's the first of many times where someone is uh, saying something to Maya Rudolph and they can't see her face, so she is giving exact opposite emotion that they think she is. Well, uh, but it I was think- a good it's a good scene, but it's it was just it was just tough to watch until they like I'm glad they finished it because I thought the scene was just going to end with like him being super cheery and happy and describing all the great things and her looking super terrified and upset. But- but she's a, she's terrified because she knows that it's true what he's saying to her because she says like no one's in love like us like that's what terrifies her like that's where that's where she says this so like it 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 is kind of like a red herring that she has this face because like it's really just like her emotional response to you know the truth of what he's telling her well in that moment when he has his his chin on her shoulder and just like his mouth up to her ear and just says I think we just have to ride it out like yeah. to me it was just so goddamn beautiful like the way it was delivered and even like the the micro change in her face from that moment of like uh, you know unsureness to a little bit of confidence kind of coming back in like it but it's just it was so this movie by the way is just like despite some like little things here and there it is so goddamn beautiful mm-hmm. like not even just like almost like lyrically or or you know musically but like visually like mm-hmm. the image of them laying in this room looking out onto like the desert landscape and just trying to figure out what this is going to be is this even possible and then mm-hmm. him just saying I just gotta write it out like it was yeah. just so fucking good god mm-hmm. damn it Ashley why do you make me feel things <laughs> I want to feel the things I just want to <laughs> laugh Oh, and there's so much actually. laughter. There's so much laughter. There really movie. is. I love it yeah, so much. Yeah, because then we go to Tucson. We go to Tucson! And what? This is where we meet <laughs> the worst characters in the movie. Uh, before the worst characters, though, I just want to say, we find out immediately that uh, uh, Maya's sister is is dating a just boring guy. Yeah. Uh, which, first off, Maya wants John to convince his sister, her sister to, like, just settle down with this guy. It's a, also, it's, a, it's a weird motivation thing yeah. to lead for just some awkwardness in the next scene. That's, but a, all, sibling. I mean, That's a sibling thing. It's like, a funny I, scene. I Don't like get me wrong. John, John trying to pitch this guy is great. But as someone who says that, like, the worst thing about me is that I, like, unironically like shitty chain restaurants, I was really upset <laughs> that the specific thing they tacked was, like, me and my friends will do steak night at, like, Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. Like, I'm fine. I... Because of the way I was raised, shitty chain restaurants are a nice. Yeah, fancy I love he, he loves shitty chain restaurants and he does musical improv. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. He has a podcast where he talks about movies. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is Ashley's movie. This is Ashley's movie. She should get to introduce us to the worst people in the universe. <laughs> yes, please do. Oh. So uh, so we meet, we're going to meet Verona's sisters. She works as like a hotel concierge. So they're waiting in the lobby. And uh, just patiently waiting, sitting on a couch. And this waspy ass mother oh, and her, her little baby boy. Karen hair. Her Karen her, hair. She has the she has the Karen hair. Mm-hmm. And she's got like white on white on white with a sweater wrapped around. And like Beckett has a sweater wrapped around him. And like 
she's doing like the most annoying like rich mom thing and she's just in public going like Beckett what's that and he's clearly like old enough to like, like be eight. above that yeah he's, he's like oh like it's the thing that why is she money. treating him like a toddler yes oh, oh well well we find out it's a real Norman Bates situation <laughs> uh. yeah She's 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 retraining him because clearly uh, he's a psychopath because so <laughs> what's you know, she's like, Beckett, what's that? And he's like a tree. Beckett, what's that? Like a rug, something. And then they make their way over and they see uh, Maya Rudolph and her pregnancy belly. And uh, Beckett's mom goes, Beckett, what's that? And he says, a baby. And she's like, yes, yes, this lady's about to have a baby any day now. I'm like, oh, but she's only six months. That's a, that's part of the running gag, too, which I love. And um, <laughs> Beckett's mom looks at Beckett and says, Beckett, why don't you tell this lovely couple what you know about babies? And then he's like silent for a second. She's like, Beckett, 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 you're being rude. Because, of course, that's what a mo- waspy mom would say. But she didn't know it was about to come out of this kid's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> We you all have. we all learned a lot about Beckett in that I, moment. <laughs> I had to pause the movie when what happens next happened because I'm mm-hmm. like I need to take a lap. I yeah, please yeah, please fill it, me in. And he's in the cutest way possible, but also just horrifying <laughs> with his little breathy voice. He goes, "Babies are sneaky. I saw <laughs> babies know how to breathe, but they trick you. Like I thought I saw a baby breathing once, but I wasn't sure." I put a pillow on its face. <laughs> it turns out it was breathing. It's or like it tricked me. But um, don't worry, I'll try again. Like he's gonna smother this goddamn baby. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have the exact quote? Yeah, the full thing is babies like to breathe. Babies and like they're to breathe. Good at hiding it. At I put a pillow it. over a baby. I thought she wasn't breathing, but she was. She was sneaky, but I'll try, I'll again. try again. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> but I was I was in the middle of writing a note about how much I hate Beckett's mom when I got interrupted to write, what the fuck? But the best part is when you see Beckett's mother hear these words, the look on her face is pure horror. Good. Well, yeah, because Good. he Thank just God. embarrassed her in front of these out-of-towners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. perfect. You don't tell people that part. That's the, that's the <laughs> secret part from for home. Cut to the sister, and we see her talking to a group of gentlemen. It's a bunch of middle-aged guys who are all in, like, the same white linen shirts and khakis and shitty, like, cabana hats. Like, it's it's great costuming to immediately just hate these jerks who are at yeah. this hotel, resort, whatever it is. Uh, but also... Attack! I'm sorry. This is on Maya. This is boob look entrapment. You can't go to someone. Hey, uh, this person's boobs got bigger. Don't look at them. Like that's all I'm gonna be thinking about till yeah. I die. Now is about this person's boobs. And clearly, so was Bert because it's yeah. the best camera shot. Like we meet the sister, they're talking, and we get this very subtle, like over the sister's shoulder, like a subtle, uh, subtle <laughs> yeah, not so subtle <laughs> um, shot of Bert, and he's looking at her face, and then just very, very carefully, like <laughs> the eyes just, just the down. eyes just drift down, and you know he's looking at her boobs, and it's mm-hmm. so funny, it's so funny. I, I do Again, like him trying to convince his her sister to marry the dude. Like it's yeah, he, he's I trying wrote, so hard. I wrote Bert has all the tact of a freight train. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is where I'm going a little rant though, because this is uh she goes, two days ago he asked me if I liked music. 
And I'm just going to say, I find this very accurate to the dating apps. <laughs> I was talking to, to Tyler about this, like just how frustrating it is. Cause I'm like, I feel like every goddamn person I see their profile is just like, I like hanging out with friends and getting drinks on a patio. I'm like that you have, you have so few characters to tell me who you are as a person. Fluent in sarcasm. And you, you pointed out that you like to hang out with your friends. I'm like, what? And that's all they say. They're like, here for a good time. Not a long time. And I'm like, tell me anything. (laughs) Oh, it's, it's so horrifying. I'll I'll just whip open Tinder now and just read off and just read off every profile I hit because they're all like they. And, t- and like, maybe it's just, it might just be the like conceited nature of you think of yourself as sort of the main character of life. Uh, but Tyler's going to be like, honestly, most people kind of suck. Like, and like our friends are cool, but like most people out there suck. So mo- if you go outside of our group, most people are going to find it's going to be lame and dumb. What is that? The, the Sturgeon, Sturgeon's law, the 95% of everything is shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, and, and the other thing about dating apps that's so difficult, although like I, I, and very blessed that I didn't have to go through that for very long. Um, it's just, Ooh, it, cancel again. <laughs> Ugh, you're no, happy. It, Gross. It is one of those things where like, like you're saying, Brandon, you never really get to understand or even like get a tip of the iceberg of someone's personality. So you're just like, I'm taking a risk every swipe. Like, don't know what this is going to end up being like, if it's going to be anything at all. And it just, Oh, least, oh my God! You just reminded me of men, so we're less likely to get murdered by the other person. So oh my God! Like, you just reminded me of the the worst one of like of like the the because there's like a a, a I, I feel like there's a there's a a, a site somewhere somewhere that tells people how to write a good one, and people have oh, yeah. copied that bio for yeah, decades because mm-hmm. the, the worst of them is if you want to know, just ask. Like uh. also, I don't know. I I probably ran about this before, but I don't know who told someone to get a picture of you and an elephant to seem exotic and fun. (laughs) I see anytime legit. If I go on the apps and I go through it, like within twenty people, I'll find at least one or two people with that picture with them either staying next to or running. Our lady listeners are yelling at us saying, and it's the same with the boys. Oh, with no, the boys are worse. The men fish. are worse. Women have it worse. Yes, it's the fish. The fish. I was going to say boys with fish. That's the <laughs> blanket Why? statement. Oh, in any scenario from now until the end of time, women have it worse than men. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the only time like the like after my divorce, I went on a couple dating apps for a little bit. Didn't go well. But I always had the the problem with like Bumble because Bumble, if you match with somebody, the the woman <gasps> initiates the conversation, which is awesome, and I think that's that's a really why great I, I, the, the, what but, you're about to describe is why I I yeah. stopped using that. There is nothing more depressing in this world than swiping on somebody and then getting the instant satisfaction of saying it's a match, and then watching the countdown clock on your message go from 24 hours to zero and they do not talk to you like oh i was a mistake swipe awesome you know what just go out in the real world and talk to people when you can just do that it's true it's it's way more fun and you and you find more interesting things about people that way but but i i i stick with the apps because i hate myself (laughs) let me find your love brian uh launch on silvers Have we all I been? Like, I like Long John Silver's. <laughs> Not on a first <laughs> date. Finished, but you know what's weird, though? When I go to Long John Silver's, I get the chicken. Yes, because the chicken is just pure salt and delicious. Oh, the chicken, so chicken of the sea. Everything there is pure salt and delicious. It's true. It's very good. Uh, 
Fried but, balls of dough, baby. <laughs> oh, but this sports talk. I love that I, Jerry Lee Lewis song. Actually, <laughs> you, may have, you may have been triggered talking about like 30-year-old women and wanting to get pregnant. I was triggered listening to this guy have to talk about sports with all these assholes he doesn't care about. Oh, because, yeah. man, then like when I was at the state, I got to the point where everyone above me was just bros. And that's literally yeah. the only thing I connect them about. So mm-hmm. to be like, oh, those Buckeyes, what about that? Like, And I like the Buckeyes, but dear, like when that's all I have to talk about. And have to feign interest in oh, it's it's the IT mm-hmm. crowd episode where it's like, did you see that match Lucas last night? Display Lucas last night. Display. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, movies uh, like lo- this. Oh, go ahead, well, Ashley. Oh, I was just gonna say, I love this scene so much. This is one of my favorite scenes because of him like leaning on the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like one leg up on the like the <laughs> tiny wall, yes. and then he falls over it. I'm like, oh my god, he's. I'm perfect. sorry, but the way that uh, that Grace is watching John with oh, her legs god, crossed, yeah. about, I'm oh. like, oh my god, is Grace gonna steal Krasinski? Is that the plot of this movie? I mean, uh, she's very envious. Like she, that's once, very clear. Yeah, she, yeah. Oh boy. Once again, because I didn't know where this movie was going. More on that. You, did, you didn't see that. it, but Rob is played by Rain Wilson. So, <laughs> yeah. <Aww. laughs> Movies like this, Ashley, unfortunately, I do love them, but it also often reminds me how I don't have a wonderful relationship with my siblings. Like, we don't talk, we don't visit each other. It's fine. It's just we just have two separate lives that don't really mesh that well yeah. together. And we enjoy each other's company when we can see each other but we're not going out of the way to see each other so like right. seeing them in the bathtub in the in the, the store or whatever and like kind of cuddling and reminiscing about mom and dad and talking about moving forward with life i'm like i've never once had a conversation of any depth like that with my sisters and it kind mm. of it's okay it's just it's it's just the way they are like it's i've tried you know and it's fine chris I, I i'm still waiting on my copay yeah, this is. I mean, we knew this is coming. This is the. I, I thought. I, thought I wasn't this was trying be to be Ashley like session. depressing about. And it. away we go. Real. I was trying to be real, like the movie is here, and say like that. You know, uh, there's a fault here because it's not everybody's relationship with their family is like this. Like, yeah. I think it would have been more interesting to see them kind of go out of heads with each other a little bit, but then have a cute moment. Or at least, even, I mean, if not you know. them, if not, like, if not uh, Rona and Grace, then... Uh, the other uh, sibling. Yeah, Bert, yeah, yeah. Bert and uh, uh, Mark. I'm just going to call him Mark. Mark Brandanowicz. Mark Brandanowicz. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will say that, once again, let's let's just illustrate how watching, how, how our response to the thing reveal who we are as people, because that's Chris's thought watching the scene. Yeah, and my thought watched the scene. I was like, "Oh, so that's the ending of the movie." Well, what's the next hour going to be then? Just waiting to get to there, and that's what it was. <laughs> I I knew the ending of the movie thirty six minutes in, and I had an hour left in the movie. His brother's name is Courtney. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> um, it's Mark Brandenowicz. Do we find out how her parents died, or is it just like a, they just passed away? The Wikipedia says a car crash. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure because they died simultaneously. It was like a. Yeah, it, was, it had to be. Yeah, something. it was while that she was in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She mm-hmm. she she goes into that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I know it is a it is a very sweet scene, but also like it's it's. I understand. I watched many movies, but it is too obvious what the ending of the film is at this point. Like, yes. okay, it's, but like, it's the journey, not the destiny. But here's the thing, though. Despite the like physical journey they go on, like my my big thing with this movie, what what stops back for being like one of my all time favorite films, like it is for Ashley, is I'm like, 
John and and John and uh, Maya don't actually have that that long of an emotional journey to go on. Like they're pretty great to start with. Yeah. And like this is the one thing. Like okay, so this is the one thing to get over. And then it just kind of they talk about it here. And basically, it's just like the background action of her seeing all these other people, and then the the scene where it where it all comes together. Yeah, it's just yeah. But it, she's also she's also hoping that it doesn't have to be that way, right? Like mm-hmm. she's also like she wants to go see these other people. She wants to be connected to people who are still here, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. um, and she wants like she she doesn't want that to be the thing that she falls back on or the thing she doesn't really want to deal with it. Right. Like again, part of that journey is that she's kind of running away a little bit still like, and, and running from these emotions and, and the, this reality that, you know, well, she I think a, a, an overall larger theme of this movie is the fact that when you find your true love and you find your romance, whatever it is, you don't have to have that support system because you already have that support system built in with who you have or who you're going to live yeah. your life with. And mm-hmm. I think that's like why it's important that we meet the other people the way we do. But and to your point, Brandon, I, I can see that too. But I think I think you just have to expect the ending is going to be what it is. But it's much like Ashley was saying, it's not the ending that's the, the important thing. It's what we learn along the way to that point. Mm-hmm. You know, because the ending is still extremely satisfying. Oh my god, it really is. Like I think it's oh, a little okay. Long. Well, you're dead. I think inside. it's a little long, you're- but. <laughs> I thought this might be Brandon's therapy session because he's dead inside, but <laughs> no, no, no. We established he's dying inside. He's dying not inside. Not quite dead. dead. Not quite dead. <laughs> not but dead yet. Yeah. I, 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 I find I, a lot of emotional resonance in the ending, like for yeah. a lot of reasons. So yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> like we all, well, the same thing, we all have different experiences. So like, right. I will say that nothing like specifically tapped into anything like in my life. So like, I understand what's going on. I see the characters, and just so from my point of view, having not a personal connection, I'm like, OK, well, these characters were pretty like I could see if these characters were enough for each other at the beginning. And I know they didn't. But I'm like, OK, so I said to like wait for them to realize that, yeah. oh, actually, we're pretty good. I didn't even really have so much of like personal connection, per se, when I saw it in 2009. But I just was like blown away. I think it's just the optimism of it and just like the happy ending and like that. I, I really do think they earn it. I think that's they earn fair, it. but also yeah. like I, when I watched the scene of her walking to her childhood home, I was like, Oh, I got some Ashley flashback vibe energy yeah, here. That's of fair. having a lot of baggage with your childhood home. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I get that too. Um, uh, but let's talk about the, these airport ladies. Oh, I hate this. I hate this so much. <laughs> I'm so mad. I was I, so I, mad. Everything that could have made me mad or unremarkably angry about this movie, it's the fact that everyone keeps talking about how pregnant she is. It's yes. like, Jesus, God in heaven, leave the woman alone. Which, yeah. And I, I wrote down, like, if people think she's eight months pregnant when she's at six months, like, this oh. baby is going to be gargantuan. Yes. <laughs> or it's going to be twins. Well, also, but people show in different ways. Like there, there are people who have shown very little and have had large, ba- like it's that's not necessarily an indicator. It's just right. kind of another reason. It's just kind of another device the movie has to show that people are awful. Yeah, I do want to take a train ride. It's not as fun as it sounds. It became really? plane trains and automobiles in the middle. Of like, oh god! Oh, are they going to get in the back of like a chicken truck? Well, I mean. <laughs> I mean, great. Granted, uh, Maya Rudolph gives the uh, the the ending monologue much earlier in the movie, but <laughs> your your oh. connection's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the yeah. Uh, this is where you find out on the train that that okay, John Krasinski. He's 
he is good and bad at cheering people up. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he gets the idea, but he doesn't get how to like tailor the intensity or when to stop. And <laughs> again, oh, he would be boy. exhausting to be in a relationship with. A it, you know, like this is where I wrote down. I think this movie gave me unrealistic expectations about what to expect from men, because like I do kind of want somebody that is like because like it's really like she's on, the one not all the time. Well, but he's not talking all the time. Like, well, I mean, he probably is talking. I say, actually, careful. She we is. broke up here, so. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, tell well, me how men have let you down. Actually, I, I think maybe our reactions to this movie is more. <laughs> more to who we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's another yeah. indicator that, like, okay, yeah, we maybe we're not in sync enough. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love that you know she she's just like complaining because she feels bad. She's she's like I'm so fat and so terrible. Like she's just been told by strangers that she's too fat to fly on the airplane because Ugh. they they think she's more pregnant than she is. And like and he's just like trying to reassure. And he's like, No, I love you. I love your body every way, shape, and form. I will love you if you get so fat I can't find your vagina. And that is one of my favorite <laughs> lines in the whole movie. And even it comes back and it's oh. I love it so much. Except the just... buildup's even better than you're selling it because because yeah. like it, it is it is weird insulting before it's like insults fun joking before that. Yeah, he's like he's like when you get even bigger, like you're gonna gain weight after this. Like you're gonna like he he really builds up like oh I just like even the, even when you're like gross fat, I'll still be with you. Like yeah. like he's he's really laying it on and like and not in it's not like oh baby you're beautiful. It's it's like very much the game is already on <laughs> the second yeah. he starts talking. Yeah. But like she also knows what to expect, and I think that's why she's able to just go. Uh, yeah, she, like, well, they met in college, so she would yeah. not have made it this long if she weren't one hundred percent on board for it. No. True. Yeah, true. So now we get to the next scene when yeah. they're still on the train. Yeah. The train, and, so baby. <laughs> and so they're listening to the heartbeat, and she's like, "Oh, it's one hundred fifteen. It's like, well, normally it's supposed to be one hundred twenty to one hundred sixty, and you know, it's like. You know, it's it's so it's really low, and it's like, and basically she, she's like, you know, you never yell, you never raise your voice, you never like, you need to, basically it's like you need to be more passionate in your life. We <laughs> need to fight. Probably true. We don't fight. We need to fight. So what does what does he say, Ashley, to really try to get this heart rate going? I thought you wanted to scare your neighbors, Brian. Do you want to <laughs> yeah, say Brian. It? I think I think you should do the honor with your open window. Yeah, go for it, bud. <laughs> Oh wait, hold on, hold on. So let's let's set the scene. Okay, there's a we're all on a train. We're just kind of mm-hmm. chatting back and forth, like everybody's listening to the baby's heart rate. Like Ashley, how's your, your first your first week of school's been going pretty okay? And so John, yeah. he starts raising his voice. He starts yelling a bit, like just to kind of you know do a mock fight. And everyone's yeah. talking, not good enough, chatter, not chatter, good chatter, enough, chatter, chatter, not not working, not working. Mm-mm. So finally, no, he raises just a little bit more, loud enough for the entire car to hear. Come sucker. and again i feel like it wasn't scripted because everyone on the train instantly goes what (laughs) and i'll use this opportunity to bring up the parents guy because it's the one there's there's only there's only three entries although actually there's nothing listed under frightening and intense scenes but it says two of three found this mild (laughs) so i'm i'm mild um it's mild but under profanity uh, it says, this is all one entry, close to 20 F words and nearly 10 S words, plus two year, two uses of the term cunt sucker with the U, the first U Wait, start out. Hold on. 
They, I was about to say, they wrote out the word cunt sucker, but wouldn't write out shit or motherfucker. Like, what? I'm not finished. Oh, so God. plus two uses of the word bleep sucker yelled jokingly by Bert in order to hire, in order to hire his girlfriend's heart rate. His girlfriend's heart rate. To, in order to hire it. In order to hire, hire, hire the hire heart it. rate. And then, I love hold that up. they sat there and counted. Oh, keep going. Yeah. Oh, please. It's funny you mentioned that because the remainder of the entry. The 30 other combined uses of anatomical terms and religious profanities push the count just above 60. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you doing with your life? What are you this doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> what, okay, what, get, what gets me is like, why would, you, why would you even try to do a parent's guide for this movie? This obviously is not a movie for children. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing about uh, this says my ten-year-old is going to want to watch Away We Go. No, yeah. they aren't. I want to throw out a theory though. Uh, just, right. just get an idea from you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I posit that until the filming of this movie, no one had said the word "cunt sucker" before <laughs> or since. Frankly, <laughs> you until, right. unless you're talking about this movie, I feel, I feel that doesn't. It's so. It's confusing. It is confusing. It, it well, hits your brain weird. The movie starts with him doing just that. So. Well, yeah, we know he's not supposed to be a cunt blower. Yeah, he doesn't blow. He doesn't blow. Don't blow. He's Don't not blow. a cunt blower. You can suck um, on it. <laughs> <laughs> like a delicious lollipop. We represent the lollipop shield. Uh, I made a mistake. <laughs> I just, I was trying to, I was no, trying don't to. Google cutsucker. Did you Google cutsucker? Yep. I, I Googled. Christopher! Chris. Christopher! You poor innocent babe. I Googled. How? I Googled use of cutsucker in film, and all it is is porn. It's just all porn. There's so much porn in front of me right now. I'm so oh uncomfortable. God, I... Oh, what? oh, I got, oh, oh my God. I can't for, yesterday, my sister was looking up something. She was trying, she was searching for something and like realized only, I only realized after she searched for it, it's like, oh wait, this is all just porn. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to the best of us. It does. Because I was like, maybe, maybe this will give it, nope, nope, just porn. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Internet is a dirty, dirty place. In, in, in Bert's defense, it does work. The baby's heart rate does go up a little bit. Yeah. Which All right, again, so I, I thought when they kept going back to the heart rate monitor, I'm like, oh, this is how this movie's gonna end, and I'm gonna be so sad and I'm gonna hate everything actually. But thank God it doesn't. It does yeah. not. Madison. Uh, well, yeah, in Matt well, ne yeah, our next group we're gonna meet is the uh well, first what she thinks is cousin Ellen. Ellen. Um, Ellen. Ellen. Letters and, L N for Ellen. And before we meet anything. Uh, you get the line where he goes like, oh, not my actual cousin, just kind of like a family friend. And I was like, oh, no, this is going to like this is not going to go well. Clearly, they're going to have some weird tension and they do. But that's not the problem. Surprisingly, <laughs> the problem is everything else about Ellen as a person. I think Ellen and Roderick are actually the worst people in this movie. They are, like, but they're, they're also caricatures. They're, they're bit, like they're not real. a bit caricature, but like. They're they're the people who said they voted for Hillary but secretly voted for Trump. Like they're they they're just the worst. They're the worst. They, of the they worst. want the aesthetic without the responsibility. Exactly, exactly. Yep. They're just yep. horrible, horrible humans. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I felt weird because at first, like the they happened to ask this woman, like, "Oh, do you know where this office is?" 
and like she's real huffy and tells her and i was like that's this is a weird scene like it's explained after the fact but i'm like is this it is bad that as soon as she said that and the way she said it, i was like i know exactly who this person's gonna be well the second they walked in the door i said never mind it's warranted yeah one thousand percent was also the 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 uh woman they ask like pointedly says like she's the one without a stroller Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This fucking granola age Lisa Aaron that we see. <laughs> Who, yes. Yeah. First yes. off, her yes. name is L N. Just L-N. the letters L N, which I'm like, God. Ugh. Also, that makes that makes sense that someone who'd be parent friends with John Krasinski's parents would name their child L N and would yeah. bra- raise this well, type of person. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was. <laughs> well, it's specifically she was an baby. His mother, her mother, sorry, Ellen's mother was a friend of John Krasinski's. Yeah, like we know, we know. They're yeah, she's an oopsie baby. They're yeah. brother and sister. Yeah, and yep. it makes them kissing on the lips so Ugh. much more uncomfortable. Ugh. Oh, yeah. but that's Gross. not the most uncomfortable thing we learn. Uh, well, first off, other than all the weird breastfeeding her very old children and yes. other people's children. Well, yeah. Then we, in my all caps, she nursed a stranger's baby. Yes. <laughs> That's not without per, un, 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 unpermissed. I, it's so weird. It's so. And the thing is, upsetting. like the thing there, I, 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 I'm, I'm weighing in my mind. Like I don't know whether it would have been better or worse if she had just not told her that she did it. Like right. I think both. it's worse. It's Schrodinger's better and worse. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, let's well, like. Women share milk all the time, like, and there is no shame in it. There's that's nothing not, wrong no, with it. Women put not, breast milk in their stuff, the but issue. yeah, it's the con- it's the consent of it all. <laughs> that's it. It's the consent of taking someone's baby and yeah. and giving them and something, slapping it on your own tit. Don't do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, that was a like that was a medieval practice. The wet nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was still like you had to do it. Like you were. It is the that was consent. Your job. Yeah, it is the consent. Pro- like it is. It's so upsetting to to like do that to someone else's child. I'm like, God, you don't get to make decisions for other people's children. Nope. nope. By the way, when they leave the office and she's carrying one of the babies in a papoose, did that baby look dead to anybody else? Oh, well, yeah, Beckett uh, put a pillow over its face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looked like it was breathing. It was sneaky. Yeah, it was sneaky. <laughs> He'll try again. <laughs> also, I also enjoyed, there's like a, just it's a, in the background of this scene as they're walking in the college, there's just the protest and there's a sign, the big sign of the protest is the CIA trained bin Laden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which obviously yeah. is one of the, are. one of the more prescient things about yeah. the movie. Easier, easier days back in 2009. <laughs> the, uh, um, oh boy. That, uh, like um, the sign's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, oh. call, she calls him babe. Oh, not okay it. with that. Hate it. Not okay with that. I hate it. And it's like the return it. of the tilted uterus. The tilted oh, uterus. Man. And like the look that Maya Rudolph gives him when she brings it up is just so perfect. Like we haven't talked about the tilted uterus in a while and all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's back. Mm-hmm. You bastard. Yeah. And oh. it's it's implied that he is the one that told Ellen. Like it's not like he told his parents and they yeah, told they Ellen told like he told Yeah. <laughs> Why is John Krasinski so goddamn charming? I, I yeah, because in the car, the fights come oh, back, the heart, oh, uh, and he's his, so, it's so his, funny. His, like, the glee he has joy, after yes. when he checks the pulse, because he, he yells at her and then, like, immediately, like, whips out the heart <laughs> monitor and checks the pulse. And it's just yeah, like, he's like, so fuck fast you. And 
pops yeah. out of screen, pops back in a frame with a giant dump grin on his face. It's yeah. So good. <laughs> it's but also, very, like, very you got to pick that moment perfectly because if it had been any other moment, that would not have ended well. <laughs> and, like, also, yeah. like, I, I kind of like because, like, that's that, like, that, that kind of dopey grin, like, is it's nice to see John Krasinski do that because like, that's not really a gym move, like from the yeah, office. Like, Tim is a, is a, yeah. Yeah. And like, so that's, that's always nice. Like to see like, okay, yeah, he does. And of course we already saw with things like a quiet place. Like he's well able to branch beyond oh, yeah. Yeah. that. But like, the, say, yeah, cause he's, this guy is unreserved in a way that Jim never could be. So this, this yeah. is a good showing from Krasinski uh, in this mm-hmm. movie. Uh, Actually, but I just a little warning for anyone who's hasn't watched the film. I don't know why you're this far into the podcast. If you haven't, but, I don't want to watch movies that make me hate Maggie Gyllenhaal. Why, why, why you do this to me? Why you got to do this to me? You could have at least warn so me. Good. It's a, it's I it's just like Alice and Janie. Like she yeah. she's so she needs to good. play a villain at some point. It's so much fun to watch her be this person. Like is it I, I mean, I, is it I, 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 I still never forgave her for uh, the Dark Knight when she selfishly uh, abandons. Uh, this uh, emotionally reserved uh, billionaire, hotshot billionaire who constantly travels the globe and goes out at night and doesn't tell anyone where he's going in <laughs> in lieu of the charismatic, idealistic district attorney, Harvey Dent. Like, man, what a what a what a what a terrible woman to go for that guy instead. Yeah, also, men's rights activists were right. <laughs> or, you know, like the lady who owns a all-vegan bakery and feeds homeless dudes and is really wonderful and charming in her own way, but also hates the system a lot. And Yeah, you know, God, well, how terrible. Yeah. How fucking terrible is that? <laughs> no, but here's the thing. If you ever answer your door when I come over and you say namaste, I'm leaving. I'm not staying. Aww. I actually... Namaste stay too long. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Oh my love god, Nama. the confetti's back! The balloons! Oh my god! It's weird that it's only installed in your apart or your house. Thousand strikes forever played on a sitar. I'm not going to do it, but that's the bit. <laughs> but that's what it should be. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! I'm sorry, god. Ashley. I, I couldn't. I love that sorry. bit too no, much. That's great. That's great. No, I love. Oh saying namaste like i think it's beautiful like i mean it's <laughs> you're recognizing the god within yourself and and the person next to you like I mean, the, the thing is like it's, it's like but if you're this person and you answer the door oh yeah she's I'm the like, worst i'm not coming in your yeah. house yeah it's it's the difference between like like ashley is a person like who finds the beauty in it and it's like oh yeah this is just a way of like expressing this and she's like there's it a, she's like that's just what i have to do yeah there's a certain there's a performative quality to it like yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah and that's maybe that's why it comes across as a caricature because like i i do think it's it's so performative just like this way of being in yeah. general mm-hmm. like because there's just so much that has to go into it and it's just like and she's so clearly unhappy like mm-hmm. it, it, which is so great like she hates everything she hates being a mom like, you know, like she she says over and over again, I love my babies. But like the way she talks about like giving birth, she's just she hates it. She wants uh-huh. she wanted Roderick to be able to do it. Like she's talking about like this goddamn seahorses. Like <laughs> also, wait, can we finally all just agree that science got it wrong and that that's the lady seahorse? Like, <laughs> I mean, the trivia straight up mentions the Jim Gaffigan routine. Uh, by the way, her baby's names are Wolfie and Neptune. Terrible. And also, well, uh, kind of cool. Wolfie's she, terrible. Don't, Wolfgang. Yeah. Terrible she, she, uh, 
when they come in, you know, just, you know, shoes off. It's like, you know, put, put on slippers. <laughs> slippers. And I was like, that's a great way. I was like, that's a great way to get ringworm. Yeah. Oh, but Jim but, is but wearing Aladdin bit. shoes, man. Jim is wearing Aladdin shoes, which is delightful because so he keeps walking funny because of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> While he's moving around this stroller on the so porch. It's <laughs> so good. And move it further away. He's like, take it outside and then further away from the door. It's like, so it's, good. Uh, oh, yeah, it's and, like and, and honest, honestly, though, this is on them. Like for assuming that the reason she didn't have a stroller is because she couldn't get one. Yeah, a like, professor yeah. at this yeah. college. Yeah, like, also, another house. sign that they don't have money problems. They're just going to go out and buy a stroller on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you save a lot of money when you only have one bed in a house that you just, you know, share with everyone. Uh, we meet Roderick, and Rod- like if I thought I hated Maggie, I hate Roderick <laughs> even more. Roderick is, oh, he he's is a, a nightmare. I wrote nightmare. down Roderick is like, if it, it feels like, like they, like, this is a role Woody Harrelson would play if he were like 10 years younger. He could play it even still. No, because Woody Harrelson would have I would I would like Woody Harrelson. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's good point. Good point. Um by I the have way, to say, I I love when I meet a man who goes to therapy. Like I I need I need men to like be thinking about that and, and uh, this guy goes exclusively to aromatherapy. Yes, like the <laughs> I, I, Bert, where like he Bert makes and, up his own diagnoses. Yeah, Bert and Rona are getting like should be getting a contact high uh, walking into this place. Yeah. Oh, Wolfie it's so gross. It smells so bad. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, no, Ashley Broderick is a, is an aspiration. Is that who? If we're looking to set you up, that's who we should consider people. No, like no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying he's a bridge too far. <laughs> okay, okay. So that's the other extreme. Good to There's know. gotta be a middle ground. <laughs> um, I, I, I go to therapy, but not too much therapy. Not too much. Therapy. When when I walk into the room and they see Roderick and he looks at Bert and he says, "Burning Man, '97." I could not tell. If the look that Bert gave us was he was embarrassed that he was at Burning Man or that he has never met this person. Oh, no, no and... he was embarrassed. He was oh, embarrassed. embarrassed. Okay. Yeah, so he, he did go to Burning, Burning Man. Man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. He and Roderick might have hooked up at Burning Man. Like, that was a. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Wolfie might be his. <laughs> uh, Chris, oh, uh, boy. Uh, this this yeah, could be a whole other thing. A lot of implications there. Never mind. Just continue. He, the seahorse is confused, Chris, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to talk enough about the family bed. We practice family <laughs> bed because yeah, it's continuum. It's the continuum. Yeah, the, continuum. the fact that they fuck in this bed with the children is no. what is that? No. That that was the bridge too far for me. I'm like, you know what? To each their own. Assalamualaikum. Sleep together if that's what you want to do. Have your little cave. Fine, but don't fuck in front of your kids. That's that's child abuse. That's trauma. Yeah, that's yeah, trauma. That's trauma. They're not going to have a good normal level of intimacy ever. Oh, no. You know that because Wolfie wears a cape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's so cute in his little cape. Yes. Yes. We're meeting all kids nowadays. All- that would be running around with like the TikTok filter that turns you into a wolf and he's running on all fours with a tail. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout this, though, I just I was getting angry and angry with each passing note. And then I just I just like hit the peak and just like crashed down to zero level. And I just wrote down simple, small, small, lowercase letters. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> As you should. It's well, awful. Because well, yeah. here's the question I have. How dare you make me watch a movie where I hate super horny Maggie Gyllenhaal this much? <laughs> like, Brandon, I got a movie for you. And Maggie Gyllenhaal is in it and she's super horny. I'm like, cool. I could be down for this. 
I'm not down for this. <laughs> now, see, this is see you could you could have you could have uh, could have had us do Stranger Than Fiction for your pick, Brandon. We could have got we could have turned to the corner, been like, ah, Stranger now. Than Fiction's too good for you people. True, <laughs> that's fair. It's true. We're too trashy for it, and it's too good for us. We watched um, the Nutcracker in 3D. There is no salvation. Uh, no, mostly no, no. Like Stranger Than Fiction is my favorite movie. Like I just don't feel like defending any of its flaws, and I don't Same. feel like. It's not going to be fun to to talk to have anyone tear down uh, the movie that I love. So yeah, uh, um, I only ever saw my parents kiss on holidays and like really special occasions, like Aww. me in general. Like my parents just weren't that intimate around us, and I yeah. think I turned out pretty okay. But like Wolfie and Neptune are really, they're just gonna be fucked up. First yeah, off, Chris, did you? I feel like the the body work of this <laughs> podcast suggests that maybe. <laughs> I mean, I I know what I am. Is that I, you're better than I, Wolfie. I'll give you that. You're better. I than turned Wolfie. out fine. Narrator, he did he did not. <laughs> oh, my God. oh man, yeah. Roderick has an Electra complex because he's self-diagnosed. Um, yeah. They, <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal understands war because she had children. But then the, the weird detail in that uh, that sort of shows that this like granola crunch is is really a facade that she's putting on yeah. is that she goes, I watch CNN like these people, they would tell you how much they don't own a TV. Yeah, but yeah. she watches CNN yeah. enough that it's a regular reference. These are and, fucking white posers. Yep. And I quote. Yeah. The pain is so enlightening, and now having experienced childbirth, I watch CNN, and I really feel like I understand war. On top of which, when I had Wolfie, nope. I had the most nope. enormous orgasm. Nope. That does happen sometimes. That's don't fine. Happen you don't have to tell people. <laughs> like, but here's the thing. It's fine if it happens. It's not fine if you're this character. Just be, <laughs> being being LN is a crime. Yes, this is true. This is true. Yeah, she and she does not understand the concept of boundaries whatsoever because this conversation, this dinner table conversation, like she is just. There are too many quotes. They they have multiple quotes from from like scholarly works. Yeah. I upsetting. Well, I'm just talking about like the way that she's basically just like shit talking uh, Maya Rudolph. Yeah. Also that. Oh, she says your people. Yeah, like. Yeah, it's real Your bad. Your people all cast my note. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, this is just where I started writing over and over and over and over like 12 times in a row. These are the worst people. people. Yeah, and he blames his mother. These are like, the worst people. Mother. Yeah, oh and, my and God. that's, and Bert, like, ultimately, he just, like, breaks and he's just like, fuck you. This moment you is are all terrible people. Fantastic when he goes <laughs> off. <laughs> I gotta say, as much as I hated, like, watching these awful people, it might be worth it for the culmination of this sequence. <laughs> 100%. It builds up perfectly. Like, because they haven't like broken with any of these other awful people. No. You know, like, uh, I mean, like, they didn't break for Lily and Lowell. Like, they didn't, you know, like, they Which didn't break for his parents. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. This is, they just this like is awkwardly a... backed away from them. Like, which they could have yeah. done here, but like, well, we got to go. We're real tired. Just like, <laughs> it's never just speak Homer to them going again. into the bushes no. backwards. It's a big fuck you. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. Does somebody want to break it down? Who's excited about it? I'm mean, all excited like, about it. I'm just excited about the Wolfie of it. Yeah. yeah Chris, tell us about the Wolfie. All right. I feel so like Chris has broken he has down. this big breakdown where he's just talking about how terrible these people are. They they says to, to uh, Verona, we're going to leave. We're leaving now. They leave the situation just for Jim or just for Bert to come back in with the stroller <laughs> and goes up to Wolfie. And he's like, come on, bud. You want to get in the stroller? Do you want to do it? And then <laughs> Jill and Hall is like, 
Don't do it, Wolfie, but like follow your heart. Yeah, follow your heart. Follow Make your, your own choices. You follow your listen to your heart. <laughs> but also, don't please do don't do it. it. And Wolfie just slowly gets up from the kitchen table and just walks over, sits down in the stroller, and then proceeds to have the best fucking time mm. because Bert is an awesome uncle. <laughs> yeah, you won't know pleasure like this until you've, or you won't, you won't have this much fun again until you've experienced oral pleasure. Like, <laughs> and it's probably true. That's Wolfie. their part in line yeah. as they leave. Yes, and it's and it is brilliant. It is brilliant the way they they exit this situation. Oh, and the quote: "I reject your aggression. I reject <laughs> your aggression." Oh God, I love the way she delivers it and like her arms. Like, oh, she's she's beautiful. <laughs> Like, yeah, oh boy, that, yeah, like, I, I hated having to go, like, they, there was too much for me, like, I, it got, it got too over the top by the end, but it was worth it for the worth it. Yeah. <laughs> worth, it, worth it for the journey. Yep, and oh, he loved it God. too, because he went, wee! <laughs> and then just Maya and, and John on the way to the car, just like, that was the goddamn blast. Yeah, so and that's, honestly, if you have a moment like that in your relationship, that's when you know this is yeah. perfect. And now they have a stroller. Perfect. And now they have yeah. a stroller, which yeah. they're going to need anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't mention, though, I did love his sheepish delivery when she's like almost vomits at the side of the stroller. He's like, yes. they also had it in blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like really misreading the situation. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I love the, the three S's that they practice, which is so stupid. It's so it's so perfectly stupid because you you hear about all this kind of shit all the oh, time. Mm-hmm. Like the three S's are no separation, no sugar and no strollers. And like, what the hell? Well, here's the thing. And it's because it's the dumb kind of literalization of things. And she yeah. goes, why would I? push my child away yeah i'm like to interpret a stroller as pushing your child away from you is the dumbest thing i've ever heard i've ever heard we just took my niece and nephew to the zoo this summer and let me tell you kids are cuckoo for strollers yeah (laughs) i would be cuckoo for a stroller and i'm 34 you can push me around i don't care (laughs) chris physically i don't know if we can bud we're not we're pretty weak people we're podcasters it's yeah i mean chris we can we only push you around verbally that's true that's true i mean i'll just rascal it it's fine my college nickname was Muscles, so... <laughs> you know what, Ashley? I do believe in you. I do. And if all else fails, I'll just carry Brian in a papoose like he should be. There we go. But the, in this next scene, as they're talking <laughs> about... It, Brian's like, not, I'm not, I'm not acknowledging like, I can't, it. I am <laughs> just not going to do oh, it. Montreal! Well, yeah, the, no, our no, lead no, into well, Montreal is inter- she talks about, like, you know, they, about oh, right. poutine. French fries with gravy on it. Mm. And it just made me re- realize that I was like, God, I want poutine. Mm. And thank God, because I, I checked and there is still a pierogi mountain here in Columbus. Yeah. There used to be up on, uh, on I think, Indianola or something. And you're a lot closer I, now, too. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to uh, make a trip over there one of these days. Um, I don't think in 2009 you could have screamed on an airplane like this. And gotten away with it. Oh, definitely not. No. Definitely not. No. Yeah. No. Even if it is in, like, technically international airspace into Canada, like, no, you you can't. You can't do that. You can't. And I understand, like, they want to they wanna close out the, the third round of the baby heart monitor thing, mm-hmm. but, like, no. Like, it was okay on the train. It's not okay on the air. It's just, yeah. no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I have, a, I have a question. Um, And this is... And until we do kind of a sum of this is the last time, I, I, hopefully as she feels attacked when I talk about her, the movie she loves so much. I just want to know what you, cause maybe it, like 
uh, obviously I, this movie is working on a different wavelength than me. Uh, what do you feel the function of this job interview plot line is? That's a great question. I Okay. So this might be one of those like things that they could do without, but like it is to show, I think that he's, he's trying something new and it's like, it doesn't work out. And so it's just like, just the, the disappointment that he has to endure like, but it's also not really something that he wanted anyway, you know? Yeah, that, so like, that's, that's what it came down to. Like, it's funny to watch, like literally the only thing I got out of it is funny to see him in that suit. And yeah, because, yeah, because the money doesn't really seem to be a problem with them. It uh, was, it was an optional thing. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's good at his current job. Yeah. He's very good at his current job, apparently. Um, yeah. So, so that, that's the only thing that threw me off. I was like, I was like, okay, just some of the stuff doesn't quite click. And yeah, the job interview, I was like, I because it's not part of his like character growth. It's not like no. going on this interview taught well, him anything about himself or yeah. his relationship. It might be well, no, it's it, it's short enough that it's never really bothered me. Like it's mm-hmm, it's yeah. just kind of over and done. But it, it's also like he says, I wish I'd never brought you here. Cause like this is also it's the same town, it's Madison where you know Ellen was. So I think it's just like to just emphasize how horrible this place is and how much regret and like how absolutely they should not move here. Yeah. So it just I, it, it it kind of highlights that, but I don't think it adds anything necessarily to like theme, plot, character, any of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I kind of thought maybe because Verona mentions that he set up the job interview. I kind of felt like this was maybe supposed to be foretelling that since he set it up and he went in for it, that like if they got this interview and if he got the job, then this would be a sign for them that they're yeah. doing the right thing kind yeah. of. And then it doesn't. So it adds a little like shadow of doubt over things. But yeah. th- because it comes after we meet Ellen and Roderick and all of them, I think it loses a lot of its impact. Well, yeah. and you you just reminded me of something. So like um, Arizona was her destination, right? She knew yes. all the people in Arizona. Wisconsin was his destination. He knew all of mm-hmm. the things here. So like that is his failure yep. is this whole this whole portion of the trip. He failed yeah. her. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's that weight. But but she forgives him and they go together to Montreal. Montreal is them together. So, um, yeah, I think that's part of the the buildup, too. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say uh, my next note: Cami rules. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> I love this fucking family. I love them so much. This just just a reminder: don't say things around your kids that you don't want them to say because they will say them. Uh-huh. Uh, mommy's gonna wear a little skirt. My favorite line. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, this doorbell, by the way, is phenomenal. <laughs> like, I want a screaming doorbell from the Munsters, too. Uh, but I'm surprised also, you don't have one, Chris. I'm I just don't have a doorbell. Don't. Yeah, That's but also, problem. you gotta, like, maybe maybe teach your kids not to let strangers into your house. Also yeah. That. I yeah, got a little nervous. Like I was like, we know your mom and dad. Kids. Can we come in? She's like, sure. I feel like the kids knew, rules. though, that friends were coming over today. Yeah. And, yeah, Kimmy rules. <laughs> actually this whole family is just wonderful like when they walk in and the kids are watching sound of music and it's adorable that they sing it together and i was a little confused by the girl with the afro wig but you know whatever teach their own but then we find out that they stop the movie halfway through they only show them the first half of the movie because it's like give them a few years before they have to learn about the nazis this is also not uncommon (laughs) 
You should all stop at the Nazis. If you're going through life, you get the Nazis, you should stop. At this at this day and age when Nazis are literally everywhere that you look on the internet, like, yeah, I don't want my kids to have to deal with this before they're ready. Like, let them have some... Like, my parents, like, I never saw Old Yeller growing up, but I know that they wouldn't have let me watch the dog get shot. Like, they know better, you know? I, not until I was old enough. Chris, to. you're Phoebe Buffet. It's true. I am. <laughs> we yeah. watched all of our movies on TV, so I never really saw real movies in full. I didn't so. see a movie until I was a man grown. <laughs> I'm not sure I even saw the full movie of this movie. <laughs> as much as I do love this family, and as awful as everywhere else they've gone has been, mm-hmm. I still not to, not to, not to dissuade anyone who maybe watched a movie and decided they should move far away from where they currently live. But I did feel it was super impulsive of them. Like, as far as I can tell, the, the, the series of events is they arrived in Montreal. They go to the house. They see the kids sing the song. They put their clothes away. And they are driving to the first location out. And they're like, let's move here. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, basically, they're like, okay, we went, to, we went to one house. And it turns out our friends didn't become monsters in our absence. I guess we're moving to Montreal. Maybe give it the night. Give give it go to go to the third location and feel the vibe before you. <laughs> this is also these are well, this also is the third location. Impulsive. Yeah, Miami is a bonus and not in a yes. good way. Yeah, I'm at third location in Montreal. Oh, in I'm Montreal, at, they've been oh, to yeah, 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 a yeah. house yeah. and they're yeah, yeah, driving yeah. to a jazz club. Yep, yep, yep. yep. It's also a jazz club's gross deal breaker. <laughs> but no, they're fun. You're trying too hard to be cultured. I'm sorry. If anyone's going to a jazz a jazz club nowadays, like we get it. You want to be cool. It's Montreal, baby. I don't know. I've never been to Montreal. I want to go to Montreal. I want to go to the Just for Last. It's on my list now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bert and Tom geeking out over the trombone. Just it's it's very pure. Okay, fine. I did geek out about the trombone in Hades Town. To the trombone is from Hades Town, but it wasn't at a jazz club, so it doesn't count. It's a theater nerd thing, not a jazz nerd thing. It's different and also bad. (laughs) <laughs> Montreal also has a lot of theater. Just saying. So, and the- I feel like Toronto has more theater. Oh, Chris. By the way, if you yeah, if you're trying to get me to go somewhere, Toronto is to sell because they have a second city there. That's true. That's a good point. I think also part of it is is we find out that these were college friends, so they're closer in their age. They have experienced more of like trying to live a regular life without your your familial you know distractions and trying to become yourself and growing into your relationship with another person so it does make a little bit more sense that they're a little more eager to want to live mm-hmm. near these people because they they grew more into their adulthood with them this is the first time they've seen themselves reflected like mm-hmm. in this movie yeah. where like there's something joyful going on yeah. and like you know that they can be they can be themselves too because this is where when we go to the diner this is where we find out you know like that he proposes all the time and she just oh, and says no yeah. oh to her line no. reading her her reading this, will you marry me no like is so, so good. perfect yeah, good. like yeah. no one no one this side of my route is going to be able to pull that off yep. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, tom destroys his food uh, yeah. in an elaborate <laughs> metaphor. Sorry. Oh, yeah, the, the maple, fi- ship, uh, maple syrup on shit, I would probably still eat it, Brian. Yeah, so in the ca- it. Sorry, in the Jeopardy category of things in this film Brandon thinks goes on too long, I'll take uh, the weird pancake demonstration for 500, Aww. Alex. I like the pancake demonstration. I like it, too, for the first minute, and then it just <laughs> nice. keeps, like, I get it. It's You're going too long. But it also, like, because it goes too long, 
it's like this clue that there's not something totally right about this, right? We didn't need a clue. The whole time, I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop. The second they're like, <laughs> we love it here. I'm like, well, obviously, it's going to be the worst <laughs> thing yet here. I mean, it is and it isn't. Like, they still, like, obviously, what, what you know, we'll she goes we'll, through yeah. is awful. But yeah. they also do still have, again, a semblance of a really great life. And, yeah. and there's a lot of bones to this. Yeah, yeah it's well, just very, very hard. It's very, yeah, it very is. hard. But I'm sorry. Yeah, but we're still in the diner. So anything. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I just I just want to say that. Yeah, it is. It is one of the things much like some of the, the needle drops. I'm like, OK, I get it. You've established your mood, your tone, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you're trying here. And then it's going for twice as long as I needed it to. Um, I did learn two things in this movie. And they both have, they both have been confirmed. OK, mm-hmm. I, I have a friend who lives up in Vancouver and she did tell me that uh, strip clubs really were started in the Great White North. <laughs> that is a thing. <laughs> and amateur strip night happens a lot. Maybe it's just because I'm people go to. It's a thing people do for funsies a yeah. lot. Maybe no. it's just because I'm sexually repressed to the point of ruining my life. But that's shocking to me. The idea that someone would do amateur strip night. I'm like, that's oh boy. Like, yep. I'll, uh, oh, no, hold on, don't make me. I'm just going to take my clothes off here real quick. Yeah, there. <laughs> it's also real distracting when they all introduce themselves and narrate their own attempt. Hey, take like a look that. at this, you hose head. It's my hose head. Is that <laughs> are you trying to remember if you sh- yeah. Ashley, just so you know that look of thought in your face looks like you're trying to remember if you've ever stripped in public before. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I would or not. She's done theater, of course. Ashley, you would Ashley, speaking with authority, you're horny enough that you would. I probably because that's what it is. It's these couples, they all go out and they're already horny, and then they go strip and they horn each other up even more, and then they uh, <laughs> I've never stripped in public, but I have wanted to be in the full Monty at some point for Aww. about 10 years. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not opposed to people seeing my my body. Uh, just, that's why I just, can never do the full Monty. Yeah, just I'm, as, I'm a, as a heads up, just make sure whatever company does it, make sure they've got the fastest uh, stage stage hand, uh, like stage fastest lighting board operator on Listen, staff because guys, <laughs> guys i know i know i'm not attractive but come on you can you can stare at my naked body for more than five i seconds. i know more about the frontal situation of many of the columbus theaters leading men than i care to know oh brian okay, wait hold on no 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 no. okay this is probably gonna get cut but um i mean like how was it like, but come on chris do people like do they do they you know like, Oh, they all every Chris. I, you, you I, full I like is it? It's 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 all hammers, isn't it? it? There's not there's not a single grain of rice in the entire bunch, is there? It's all giant <laughs> fucking hammers. Your silence just told me everything I needed to know. What, Chris? <laughs> I, I just want you to say this is somehow more depressing than the revelation we're about to find out. <laughs> You know, I also wonder uh, about women's vaginas. No, I, I don't. I don't. Why do you I'm care sorry. about other people's penises? <laughs> I have. I it's it's inherently male, but I have penis envy. I always just like I'm, I feel like in my head, like I know what I've got, and it's going fine, and it's being enjoyed, and that's great. But like you know, I I find I, it just a very. I want to be the very best. Da-na-na. The that's dick all. swinging and like the comparison, like 
it, yeah. it really does blow my mind. Like yeah. that, that is a thing that men do. It's, it's so yeah. stupid. I know. Yeah. It's like you, you're born with what you're born with. And that shouldn't be like the moniker for love. Yeah. Maybe. See, Ashley, men are up against it. It's hard to be a man. So much tougher to be a man than a woman. Yep. I wouldn't say that. see our earlier statement about this. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, see our earlier will, statement that in all scenarios, it's always more difficult to be a woman than a man. I, 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 I did remember that I have stripped in public and it was in when, when I was in high school because I was in Guys and Dolls. <laughs> uh, that, I don't know if that counts, but if, okay. We were in little 90s. Yeah, I, say, um, I, I never. I, yeah, I did not. I never we, got fully we, new. We, I mean, we took off our clothes. We took I'd off our clothes girl. and revealed ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Every year in high school, house, I but, appeared in boxers on stage. Every yeah. year for my high school yeah. career, I was in yeah. boxers on stage. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've I've dropped trowel a lot on stage, but never like. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever stripped the full per thing. se. Yeah. 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 I mean, we didn't do hair. Like, I haven't done hair, but. No. <laughs> yeah, definitely not on my yeah. list. Okay, we're clearly avoiding talking about the fucking bummer in the room. Yeah. 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 Okay, oh. there is there is something really stereotypical about having a really emotional dance at a night that's supposed to be kind of fun and, and floozy and fun and out there. But this one hurt in a way I wasn't anticipating. It hurts. It hurts. Yeah. And, just like, like I've, the pain. and I've not experienced this in my life mm-hmm. personally, but even saying you're watching it and like watching uh, Chris Mancina and, and Linsky just like doing what they're doing. It's just, it was so, it was powerful. Yeah. yeah. It was real. Like it, it was real. so, yeah, it was genuine. Like there, there's not an ounce of like performance to it. It's just like, this is what's happening. And yeah. the thing that is happening is, so it's Tom and Mudge. They all, of, they have a whole household of children, but they're all adopted because they um, are, they're infertile. Um, mm-hmm. Mudge keeps getting pregnant and uh, she's had five miscarriages. She just had one earlier in the week. And so she does this, this strip, like it's not, she doesn't strip, but she pole dances to, um, she ain't got nothing at all. And it's just like, it's, it's heartbreaking. Just like the pain that she feels and that she's just using this and it feels very gross and Mm -hmm. very like, um, wrong in a lot of ways for her to do this because that, and especially with this story, like it just, it, there's a lot of emotion to it. And I think it's one of the most like heart wrenching scenes that I've like ever seen. Like, uh, Oh, I will say there's a scene that's coming up that affected me more than mm-hmm. this one did. But there's a moment in this before she goes to dance where she's talking to Maya Rudolph and she this this she, this woman is 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 beyond words an amazing actress because you can see in her face the, mm. the sadness. Yes. But her mouth mm. is just like it's smiling like she's I'm so happy for you. Yeah. But her eyes are so sad. Yeah. She's like, on the verge of tears like the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The way she looks at her, like, you know, like every time she looks at Maya Rudolph's character, like she's just jealous. There's nothing but envy and pain in her. And it's it's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. That, that, to the point where like I was like, OK, I saw the shoe about to drop before because she they had the moment where, where basically she asked Maya about like how long they were. Tr- we hear the stupid conversation where she was just asking, like, oh, how long did you try? Things like that. Yeah. Um, and I was oh, like, I oh, I, I was like, oh, okay, that's gonna, but yeah. Uh, I do want to say, uh, and you probably didn't mean it this way, but I just want to, um, uh, I think you, did you sort of gross to describe the the dance? Yeah, I, like I, not because I mean, like not because it's a strip, but it just like the like it's it's 
her in front of her husband in front of like public and like it's it's just this very vulnerable display of emotion and it just feels like you know like a strip club it's just this kind of like this juxtaposition of like something that is traditionally you know like considered you know like impure right like versus you know like I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not criticizing sex. I know just just well in my mind like the the idea of like okay the the response to that event can be to like the the act of the stripping is wanting to feel connected to her body and so so like using Mm -hmm. her body to do this dance is like and also be seen yeah she needs this in this moment like okay like this is my body like it's she feels you know she feels like her body betrayed her and she she is like connecting to it and doing what she can to ashley's credit though there is a moment where they call her up there and it looks like tom didn't know she was going to do that oh yeah he didn't oh yeah yeah, yeah. he wasn't planning on telling john about any of this but he he can't not talk about it in that that's that he yeah the 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 the, him telling the story and then her dancing like it's they're both Mm-hmm. The correct action for both their journeys, and also yeah. because they are mirrors of Maya and John, because they are peers, uh, you're easier to get more quickly invested in them as people. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, these are the these are the very good friends of our characters. They're kind of just like our characters, so we're right with them. We sort of just assign a lot of the emotional attachment we have with John and Maya onto them. Yeah, it's 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 a very intense scene. I, I think it's I think it's a great way to to kind of transition into Act Three. You yeah, know? It, yeah, it's oh just, yeah, it's it's. It's important. Yeah, because we, we, we kind of have like a, I mean, the this 20 minute chunk of the movie is very, it's much darker and heavier than. But it's also quicker than the other mm-hmm. visitations, too. Yeah. It's just so fast that they're in and out of Montreal. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, because there's a phone call and there's a brother I put down, question mark. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it wasn't mentioned like. If because up to this point, spoilers for the phone call he's about to get, I'm like, okay, if you have a brother who has like who has a kid and is married, and the point seems like you have a good relationship with this kid, it seems like that would like Miami wasn't even mentioned as an option for them, right? Yeah, no, right. It was not part of the itinerary. Yeah, I'm like, and like I could I can assign extra thought behind scenes, like, well, maybe Maya didn't want to go to Florida at all. Maybe that maybe Miami was even too close for her to even go back to that state. But that's all extra work I'm doing. It's just it was odd to it was surprising to me in the third act and also coming out of the the strip club scene to like be in that state and then like wait continue kind of in because also it's like well where do you go from here like that right because we're clearing our third act and they're like oh uh there's a brother and we're going to we're going to another place I'm like oh Mm -hmm. that's weird and we find we find out that it's it's Bert's brother and his wife has just left them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real. This uh, this is a this was an ugly one to sit with. sitting there and listening to this. I was like, "Fuck, this sucks." Yeah, but also, god damn it, it's brilliant. It's brilliant because it it gives us it gives us so much to talk about here. Like <laughs> you're seeing you're seeing his family fall apart in front of his eyes. And then all he wants to do is solidify his family with the woman he loves. And he doesn't know how to do it. And she Mm -hmm. doesn't know how to tell him, I'm not going to go anywhere. We don't need this restriction Mm -hmm. to say that I'm not going to go anywhere. Like this, this is where the movie, although it hurt the most for me, it also rung so goddamn true. Yeah. And like it felt at this point going forward so real 
And that's why I'm like, Ashley, you made the right choice. Like, <laughs> there's just there was so much that had built up to this point that I was like, fuck me. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, there were there were yeah, yeah. Uh leading up to even the the the, the big conversation, the trampoline scene. Um yeah. There, there, there are some fun jokes here too because there is Mark Brandanowicz. Just like, is it too dark to say she was murdered? <laughs> but uh, there's finality all, to it. There's also, finality like, to I, it. I, like, I, also, like, <laughs> you should just tell her that. Just, yep, she's dead to us now. Also, yeah. I, I wrote down I could watch so much more of Maya Rudolph and John oh. Krasinski doing puppet shows. Oh my they god! Like, an Oscar for this uh, puppet show. And it's, but oh it's so god. sweet. Then when uh, when Annabella asks for Maya to stay longer, oh. I'm like, oh, also it's... heartbreaking. And then she sings, she sings, Mister Tambourine Man. Would mm-hmm. you, would you agree with me here though? I think Annabella. I think she is old enough to kind of know what's happening, oh, but yeah. also it, it, old I, enough I, not to make like make it known. Yeah. That she that's what happening. that's the vibe I got. Like when she yeah. asked my Rudolph to stay, it's like. I know my mom is gone, like, and yeah, I but just I, don't want, I to tell want my dad that. Yeah, yeah. I, I. <laughs> yeah, she's she's old enough to know moms don't just go on business trips without saying anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. But that because I didn't know that this movie was going to end on the the hopeful note, and because it's just about the world being dark, uh, there's the moment where they're looking at the pictures, uh, and he sees the carrot juice on her mouth, and for wait. a second, yes, I was like, I was like, wait a minute, is this stain going to be blood? I, is yeah. this about to get very, very dark in a way that I'm not okay with? Thank God it didn't. Thank like <laughs> when it didn't, I was like, oh, thank gee. God it didn't. Here's the thing: the way, the way he says carrot juice too, it does seem like it's a cover up. Like it's, like, it's it, carrot it, juice. It's leaning into very like a very dark territory. But I it was is like, are we about to find out why the mom ran away and she just wasn't able to get the daughter out? Yeah, fortunately, like when when we get to what he's actually getting to with the carrot juice, I was like, okay, well, I'm not like i feel bad that he has these you know these generals stuck in his head that like okay because i'm not a woman i won't be able to help my daughter do any of the right things yeah. like right. first off believe in yourself also i understand it's hard but that but i was just so relieved that it wasn't going to that extremely dark place that i was like oh thank god okay yeah whatever you're saying brock red yeah. it's fine <laughs> the, only, the only thing i wish we would have gotten here is i wish we would have gotten payoff from earlier when when bert's at the table and he says mom see the carrot juice on their mouths when his brother says that to him and I wanted him to like take his hand or something to look at him and just be like, let's just ride it out. Like I want, I wanted to have like that callback to that. Uh, except this moment. is, this, this is the triggering event for the, the one time that John Krasinski realizes he needs to grow in any way. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, true. Because, yeah. because this is, but it, my complaint is that it takes place over like uh, 90 seconds of film time. Yeah. Uh, Cause he sees this <laughs> breakdown. He's panicking because he saw his brother's relationship falls apart. Yeah. And then he proposes to her again. Like after firmly establishing, I'm like they have such a great relationship. They know, but he's just so desperate that he proposes, and I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I do like him bitterly calling all of her people in her phone book though at midnight for at the midnight. element of surprise. Like, Good for you. Yeah. Good for uh, very you, funny. Dude. Yeah, very funny. At that point, it even seems like he's still on brand of like, yeah, because he does the joke element of surprise. I'm like, okay, you're still you're always on, you bastard. Yeah, I think the the also the. uh when he's talking about walking by construction sites and all the things that could happen and how bad things can be. And like her response is just being, we'll, we'll be careful when we walk by construction sites, like, mm-hmm. yeah, or we will just avoid them altogether. Like it's, it's just like, there are days when Merritt and I have, you know, long, deep, meaningful conversations like this, where she has to be the voice of reason. She has to say things like, like that, like, uh, my brain will go to the, we'll play the world's worst game from butter. And she'll be like, yeah, but we could just avoid that situation. Well, good luck avoiding racist ninjas. 
<laughs> that's a butter callback. That's that's the center square on the bingo card for 2021. I'm still waiting. Um, I will let someone who's not dying inside to talk about the. <laughs> I, I the, you mentioned like that the the he proposes to her again, and I because I wrote oh, down man. the exchanges. Like, is like, will you marry me? So like, will you marry me at least? Never the my riddle. And like again, and it just like it's it's and this time it's not funny. It's like it's not played right. as no. a joke. Like and it's I literally wrote, damn, dude. <laughs> but like and it's but it's not her being it's not her like no, she's not being rebu- cruel. It's not being mean either. It's just like a like it's a look like I know what I want and I know you know what you we we both know what we want. And like yeah. the basically it's like and she, she it's like she's recognizing I know you're only asking this because you're you're upset like you're you don't well and you don't have to adhere to like traditional roles i do like that they have like this is a deep heartfelt moment on the trampoline and it's and again it's such an indie film kind of feel to it but Mm -hmm. it is beautiful and i like their kind of vows to each other oh yeah Mm -hmm. these are these are obviously their vows like yeah they're committing to one another on the trampoline and Mm -hmm. it's you know like because we learn the payoff of you know like why she won't marry him is because her parents are gone and she will not get married because they cannot be there like so this has been like a commitment that she made you know 10 years ago Mm -hmm. um and so you know she's she's committed to that and so it's like but what I will do is make promises to you that I will keep forever. Like we don't need to go through the rigmarole and the paperwork. We yep. do need to promise to to do these things with and for each other. And and, and Bert says, "Oh, the final I do is so good. To, to, to tell tell my daughter it's like tell her if like I that die. I die, if I die tell tell her I died fighting Russian soldiers in hand to hand combat to save eight hundred and fifty <laughs> Chechnyan orphans. It's so specific. It's the, it's the specifics of it. It's, that makes it so yeah, great. it's so good. I, I just want to be very clear because uh, I I don't want to misrepresent my views. I thought this was a very well written scene. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed it, especially the start of it. Like her saying the never, like that thing. Like okay, it it is. I think it is quick that they decide. Like okay, we should maybe set up a moment where where John Krasinski characters need to grow and they just kind of introduce and resolve it quickly but it just the ideas for me much like a lot of the things I'm like it's just like ran 30% too long for me like I loved it I loved it I loved it and then I was like okay there are like two of these I didn't need yeah we took out a couple of them but the 30% long is the one where he asks like to not like care about his daughter's weight. And I was just like, Ooh. okay, maybe that's a little bit personal, but <laughs> you're saying, you could have kept, you're saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like cut out the last 30%. I'm saying like, find the best, 30, yeah. find the best 70% of what you have yeah, yeah, and yeah. use that. Yeah. I also was kind of taken out of the scene a little bit because at 34 years old, I know if I fall asleep on a trampoline, I'm not getting up the next morning. Yeah, I was like, that just it. seems super uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> unless this is true. Unless, what if that's the secret? Like, I and, and we, I've never tried it. Have any of us tried it? Like, what if my not old at ass 34. bones? Yeah. yeah. What if my old ass bones sleep on a trampoline and I wake up feeling more powerful than I've ever felt in my life? There's only Possibly. one way to find out. Possibly. It's either that or I won't be able to walk again. I don't know which one it's going to be, and I don't know if I'm going to roll those dice. <laughs> I, it I does promise, kind of... if you have to, I will push you in the. I'll push you in the wheelchair, Brandon. Oh, buddy, <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> Maybe check with Merritt before you promise to be everywhere for the rest of my life. You're coming to Denmark with us. Here we go, wait, bud. <laughs> wait, Chris is vowing things. This is is this our marriage? It's going to go our... too long. This is this is the trash watch marriage. Yeah. <laughs> my God, that's Alexi Murdoch's music. <laughs> 
Chris would have been happier if the shins were playing, but it's fine. <laughs> but it's an all my days reprise and it's so good. It is it's so, so good. good. It is so good. Yep. And he, yeah, he wakes up the next morning and she's not there. Ugh. But he, we obviously he can see her from where he is, and then we follow him to what I I think is the most beautiful shot of the entire movie is her sitting in the small grove of orange trees and just reminiscing over her family and the orange tree her father had that she was so proud of, and it's be- this this monologue is. Mm-hmm gorgeous i keep meaning to learn it every time i watch this movie i'm like i just i need to learn this monologue because like it's one of my favorite things yeah it's beautiful it's she does it so well it's so good and just just being a great monologue and her delivery crushes it since i just been waiting for this for the last hour i was like thank you like yes thank you (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny we didn't mention this but uh every time they they went on to a different place the itinerary it would say like away to montreal away to this Mm -hmm. and this is where the movie called out one of my slightly stark snarky notes so it down like it's like oh this great story about her dad and i was like well i guess it's time to move home and then on the screen after i wrote that popped up <laughs> home <laughs> like, oh. no, all, no subtext all text no, subtext, all text. Yes. <laughs> i was like wow it literally says home on the screen it literally it sure does home. it sure does and man what a fucking home i <gasps> i want to retire here I, I yeah when they first go when they so when they're inside the house, she's looking around like we see through the like glass doors in the back. I couldn't because it was they were like a little smudged. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell what's going on. I was like, is there a giant thunderstorm behind their house? Like, is this, <laughs> is this going to be weird visual imagery? And it's the end, like, it's like, the end of take shelter. <laughs> yeah. And then when they open up, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, wait, she has this like gorgeous old house on the panhandle on the water. I'm like, yeah. these rich assholes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the house needs a lot of work, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's a dream it's a dream I, spot yeah i did think uh, kind of like what you were saying brandon with the vows i do think this final scene is about 30 percent too long it <gasps> is because yeah. It, it, yeah. they linger what do you think if i think they, they should linger just, so much they, they should have cut the last line it's perfect for us first off yeah. how so that what you learn in this movie is that you're perfect for each other and it doesn't matter where you are yeah like, but that's that, they found they they know who they are and they know what they want and they know where they belong. Like, I think belonging is an important thing, even yeah. in like the perfect relationship. If you don't belong anywhere, even though it's just you and this other person against the world, like that's still a tough place to be in, you know, like, but to belong somewhere is really, really special. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I don't think I I feel like I got that without John Krasinski going. It's perfect for us. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> because I, think, I feel like I think having them see on that honestly it should be one of those things credits over footage. I feel like once they were sitting on the back stoop looking at the water, it should have just like pulled out as credits like rolled over them and yeah. we just watched them sit together and then home because I got everything I needed to. I, I don't I, know. I really I, like the I hope so. I really fucking hope so. Because again, like yeah, it's that, so hopeful. that's the it's Look, such a good the last line. Yeah. And like, yeah. Um, yeah, I, think oh, I guess that's true. It was, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just the it's perfect for us. I was I, like, I, okay. I think I think they shouldn't have said it's perfect. I think I think he should have said, I think this could be home. And her that's response should be, I hope so. I really fucking hope so. Yeah, like that would work. I, I think the perf- the perfection on it puts such a finality that it feels like it's not giving enough justice to what we've already experienced with them. Like. Yes, it is a final destination, but mm-hmm. really, in the grand scheme of things, I don't, I fervently do not believe these people are going to live here 
the remainder of their lives. I think they're no. going to be they're going to be but nomads. This is I mean, it, this is a new a start. Like, that's why the start. movie ends here, because this is a yeah. new chapter in their lives. Right. Like, and I am mm-hmm. so glad we don't see that baby get born. Yeah, that, so that's glad. that's one of the best choices. Is yep. that? Yeah, like it would yeah, have been the worst hackney if they like cut forward a year and they're like there with the baby and they're happy and the house is redone. Like, no, yeah, mm-hmm. no, they at least no, have their strength to them. not do that. And the journey, like, and I do need to talk about this music cue because wait for me, or just called wait, wait yeah. is, oh, it's perfect. And they use it so well because yeah. like she moves on like the heightening of the chorus and like the, it's, it's so well edited and so mm-hmm. well put together. I just, mm-hmm. oh, it breaks it breaks me every time. I'm just like, yes, this is, oh, yeah, this I, is what I, happiness I mean, is. Yeah. I don't know what I expected. Like, I should have expected that Ashley was going to pick a movie that was going to make me cry. Yeah. Um, But like, <laughs> and just, but it made me cry in like the most strange of places. Like, yeah. Like this, the ending wasn't sad tears. I, I, no. I felt uplifted. Yeah. At that point. So I went from like slightly angry tears to, confused tears to I have to rediscover some things about myself tears to the end being like, but it all works out when you're with the person you should be with or the person who understands you and wants to be with you. Like it's fucking, this movie is fucking beautiful Mm -hmm. and I, I do love it. I do. I think, I think people need to watch it because Mm -hmm. there's so many people that I I had mentioned to this week that we were going to be talking about away we go. They're like, Oh, I wanted to watch that. I'm like, same it's been on it's literally been on a list of mine for like i don't know five years mm-hmm. yeah it's been on my list i remember it came out in 2009 i was excited about just the cast i will say yeah. it was very different than i assumed it would be oh i thought yeah. it was gonna be yeah. a, like yeah. a glorious romantic comedy <laughs> because i was aware of it since 2009 i wasn't like as tapped into like at that time i wasn't aware as the like 2010s indie dramedy as kind of a like a genre and mm-hmm. like this is very much one of those films like that's mm-hmm. why it's such an ashley film yeah the garden yeah. states the yeah the the indie the dramedy of the it yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's much less 2000s. twee than i thought it was going to yeah i thought i thought it was, i thought this one i didn't realize this was so much in that wheelhouse of that kind of film mm-hmm. uh so so i did take a little adjusting mentally for me to be like oh okay this this had a uh, not only a phenomenal acting crew a great director, wonderful writing. I mean, everything on this movie really hits every point. Mm-hmm. Like, it should be on your list. It should be mm-hmm. on your list to at least see this at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm yeah. assuming that's, a, that's an Everyman's Treasure from Chris Nashley? Uh, yep. No. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say it. Brian? Yeah. I mean, it's it's probably just on the cusp. Like, I mean, I do feel like I will probably end up watching this again because I, it's, I mean, th- the one issue with, like, with watching like a new movie like this for the podcast is that like inherently like I have to kind of mm-hmm. half give it the attention that it deserves. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I do, th- I do think I will be watching it again. Like, I mean, especially, especially like knowing where it's like, where it's going and what the movie actually is. Mm-hmm. I think I, I definitely in the future will want to watch it again to, to really appreciate those, those touches like the, like yeah, especially like in those interactions of like now now that I know who these people are and like yeah, am familiar with this world, like I can live in it more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I will say it's like I, I don't I, I I can't quite say every man's treasure. Um, but it's, again, part of that part of that's also just because it, I mean, it, as I said, law at the very beginning of the episode, like it's the the this genre of movie is not my favorite. Yeah, like the this road trip, like buddy thing. 
like, I mean, even stuff I mean, like up in the air and the descendants and stuff like that. I'm like, I like these movies and like, I'll watch them. They're charming. They're entertaining. Like they're not ones that I seek out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not your it's not your go to genre. Yeah, so it's it so so my my rating is not a is not a a it's not a reflection on the quality of the movie. Sure, it is just me personally for me. It is. Yeah, and yeah. everything in my life is about finding the allegories of like the human adventure of life. Like, that's, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Those, I love anything that's like yeah, it's about the journey because I think that's one of the yeah. hardest things for me to like totally like grasp in my actual like reality so it's like i love watching the characters do it because i'm like yes this is what it's about yeah i'm really excited to sit down and watch this with merit because i i told her i said i'm not going to talk to you about this movie i just want to watch it with you so we haven't even really discussed anything other than like people that pop up in it because i i want to see her reaction to this as well yeah i want to hear about her reaction to it as well but brandon what do you think so for me um if I had a list of like what I actually ranked all the movies, I feel like by default, based on other things I've given every man's treasure to, this probably has to be an every man's treasure. Sure. Um, I will say of this kind of like indie character study, meandering kind of dramedy, it's probably going to be the, if not my favorite, one of my favorite. Like if I watched them all, like this would probably be the top of my list. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, talent, it's. Yeah. It's on the yeah. higher end of like this yeah. kind of movie. Yeah, the the, the talent involved in like like I said, I like all the moment to moment. For me, like for me, I just found like I said, I found a lot of stuff was just like thirty percent too long for me. And just since the main characters in my like, I understand it's about the journey, but I'm like, I like I like a little plot. Like the main characters don't really have that much of an arc to go on. Their arc, yeah. is, they're, like at they're both pretty good to start with and like they they think they need to grow more than they do and they don't so really a lot of the journey is like oh we don't have to grow that much and like john krasinski's kind of changing growing up moment is very quick and my rudolph's is in, like basically covered in like two scenes and like i understand that's what's going on in the background of every other scene she's kind of putting these pieces together but really it's like okay conversation with the sister talk about her dad that's the arc it's those two scenes and everything else yeah. is is just them going around having these vignettes um, so yeah, I, like I, it's probably gonna have to be every man's treasure by default. Like I don't really remember what all I've ranked that high, uh, and I, I, I don't think it's a bad movie. It's just it, yeah, this is not uh, my kind of movie. We probably need to compile a list of what we've done so far with like the rating system. <laughs> it sounds like a curious. lot of work. Yeah, that's true. We'll have somebody else do that. Um, well, you know, Ashley, I'm glad you brought this to us. I thought it was I thought it was wonderful. I, I think we all kind of walked away with something interesting to talk about and something to look at. Um, but you were right. Like this doesn't have a huge following really anywhere. Um, it's not overly loved, but it's not also hated really either. I didn't find a lot of five or one star reviews. On this oh, let me write one up. a lot of like middle of the road, <laughs> you know, um, 30% but, too much, <laughs> but I will tell you, I, I, I did find because, and since we're doing salvation September this, this year, I wanted to do a five star rating for the movie itself but because they're movies that we adore and that we love, I want to talk about one star reviews of things that people who like this movie didn't have a good time with. OK, uh, and then this week I ran into a woman named Alicia. Uh, yeah, it was like Ali Sia. So uh, she did give us a five star. Alicia, Ashley. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Wooder>. What? <laughs> 
Uh, she gave us five stars, says the ending slays me every time. Underrated, smart, sweet story of love and search for home. The characters are fully dimensional and truly human. And Maya and John are totally believable together. I ship them forever. Um, and I agree. I, but the one star. Maybe I did write that. Maybe I did. You might have. You might have. <laughs> Uh, well, you, you, you'll be able to tell us this then. Uh, the one star review was for something called Dragon's Blood Incense. Okay. Yeah. And the title of the review is just no, just no, dot, 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 one star. And the review goes, it smells awful. I thought maybe it would be cherry or strawberry or some type of berry because it's red. But no. This smells like Satan's asshole. Would not buy again. One That's star. fire. Beware. It's called dragon's blood. I mean, what do you? I, yeah. At first I was like, what do you expect? Like, I mean, I, I could see like, oh, it's red, maybe cinnamon or something. But like, if you also, wanted a candle that smelled like any of those things, there are hundreds of them available. But this is incense. This is incense. Incense. Different. Incense. So, apologies. Incense. Yes. I, I, I do use incense. So. Do you use dragon's blood incense? I've looked at it. I've thought about it. I, right. I, I would, I feel like, would it, would it not like give some sort of indication what the foundational odor is supposed to be? Well, okay, so here's the thing. Dragon's Blood Incense is supposed to be used for protection, strength, and power. It does smell like shit. It does smell like shit. That's what keeps keeps the bad things away. (laughs) It just smells like Satan's asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, they're already in hell. We don't need to bother them. Yeah, It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't find anything that, like, gives it, like, uh, an actual like what it's so okay here we go dragon's blood is truly one of my favorite scents of all time i find it musty deep and slightly sweet intoxicating and sexy across cultures no. throughout history dragon's blood has been prized as grounding and extraordinarily powerful to protect against negativity and lower oh, vibrations boy. honor oh, the element boy. of fire the direction of south and the spirit of the dragon with these aromatic incense sticks. Uh, we gotta move on. That doesn't my tell eyes me anything. I'm gonna damage like. my eyes. Did Alicia, did LN write this review? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, LN uses dragon's blood even though she doesn't want to. Well, like, that's yeah. the here's kind the, of... <laughs> well, here's the worst part is, is like, it's not even the sticks that she uses. She uses the resin, which resin yeah. is so much, like, stronger anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I feel like there's no way I don't end up buying some dragon's blood and sticks <laughs> the next time we watch a movie together. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. We're all going to be can, like, yeah. Brandon, why does your house smell like Satan's asshole? You'd be like, away we go, motherfuckers. <laughs> let's let's go to Yellow Springs. We'll pick up some incense. Oh, we'll God, can we go like, to Yellow Springs, please. You know, I want to go. Yellow I wanna go. Well, Springs. Merritt and I have been talking about taking a day trip. So anytime you want to go. go on a day trip. I would love Plus, to go. With you, you guys, guys want to go? Yeah. Busy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, about like the next two weeks. Like, this is true. I mean, this I am too because of auditions yeah. and because of the show. Yeah. Well, so hopefully, so. I'm looking at the weather forecast. I might get a rain out this weekend. What? Well, if you do, don't forget we have a hangout. Oh, wait, we're hanging out yeah. Saturday, no matter what. Uh, yeah. Do you have another, any other one star reviews, or is that, that the one you want That's to... just the one I pulled. Yeah. All right. Well, then it's time for the m- m- movie game. All right, it is now time for the movie game. Uh, We have watched Away We Go, thanks to Ashley here in Salvation September. And now it is my turn to bring some just pure, excellent film to you all. 
Uh, now mine, I because I was I wanted to try to pick something that you guys hadn't seen, or at least most of you hadn't seen. So I also have I read out like eight options to you all. So you may have just forgotten them all. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I said this by name as a potential. So you might get it real quick. Okay. Uh, we are going to the year 2004. This film is rated R. It runs one hour and 39 minutes, which is one minute longer than Ashley's. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. These are getting really lined up. But I was like, no, mine's mine's five years sooner. Uh, and the genres are action, comedy, fantasy. Ooh. Uh, fan- fantasy. Is it like Western fantasy? What do you mean by that? Like, is it like guns and cowboys sorts of stuff? Uh, no, there are there are like magic powers on display. Magic is it set in the present day, present two thousand four? It is not. It is set in the past, in the oh. Roaring Twenties, if I remember correctly. Oh, I'm sorry, in the nineteen forties. Is it set in the United States? It is not. Is it set in Europe? It is not. Mm. Martial arts involved. Martial arts are heavily involved. Kung Fu Hustle. It is Kung Fu Hustle. All right. Fuck yes. The movie that <laughs> would pair with Shaolin Soccer, Stephen Chow's previous film. So that's yes. the obvious two pack. Oh. Uh, have any of you seen this? I can't recall. I have not. It's It was like on my Netflix queue. I have, but it's it's been like since college. This movie is it's, so good. It's Words so, it's so goddamn you. funny. So I hope you're ready. It, we can, could not be more different of a movie. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, it's, we're not going to talk about any deep feels in this one. All we're nope. going to do is have uh, 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 talk about a lot of references to Hong Kong cinema. No feels, only kicks. Have a hard time navigating names. Uh, we'll I'm see. So excited. Uh, Clayton may or may not join us on this. It's Yay! up in the air at this point. Uh, he really likes this movie. He's probably the one who introduced me to it. Uh, so, oh, man, yeah, I love, I, I love this movie so much. Do you know how um, hard it's going to be for me not to pick Shaolin Soccer now? Like... There's a fun Shaolin Soccer reference in the beginning yep. of this one. Yes, there is. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, if you have a movie that you'd like us to review or talk about, you can drop that in our Gmail. That is trashwatchpodcast at gmail.com. Brian, what are our other social media links? Uh, we are on Instagram and Facebook at Trashwatch Podcast, and we are on Twitter at TrashWatchCast. Yes, and I'm very excited to see what happens with Second to Sherlock, seeing as we are going to have audition. You guys are having auditions this weekend coming up. If you That's if really you listen exciting. to if you're listening to this right now, you missed them. You missed them. You, you dummy fools. You How missed your chance you? to be in the greatest show ever written. Congratulations. Oh, you played yourself. Now, if you are listening to this as well, though, I'm going to be at Schiller Park in German Village here for the next two weekends. You can see the Secret Garden before we close on Sunday, September the 5th. So and one weekend because this is not coming out until next oh, good week. point. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, Ashley and and Brandon, you guys have some uh, improv stuff coming up, don't you? I do not. <laughs> oh. Okay, Ashley, you have some improv stuff coming up, don't you? I do, but it's after the release of this podcast. Well, fuck me. It's before the release of this podcast, yeah. <laughs> you know right, what? Before, I didn't try to end before. the show sorry, early before. for once. It's true. And I'm trying it's so fucking Chris, hard. Just so you know. That is our new ending tag, as Brandon <laughs> desired. Yay! Is the you going? Oh, fuck <laughs> Yay!
Especially because I was just sick of the sound quality of the old one. Uh, well, plus we get, plus we have Ashley on this new outro, so now it's now it's really like a, a it's the new era. It's the Amber Seals. No longer fart asses. We are the Amber Seals. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, until next week for Kung Fu Hustle. I've been Chris. I'm Brian. I'm Brandon. I remembered I do have an improv thing, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. That's Ashley. We're out. Nope, you don't get to plug it. It's done. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I fucked it up. Fucking God. Fucker. <laughs> Shit. That's the new tag. That's the new tag. That's the new tag. Every fucking week. God damn it. <laughs>